Hi, it's me, Tristan. I'm really far away from Yeah, you that. are kind of quiet. That's strange. You yeah, ever seen know. the ass on Steven Crowder? <laughs> I feel like no, I've I'm heard serious. you talk about it more than I've heard. I've talked about it quite a few times. Do you remember the Triglypuff? Yeah. Um, d- during that whole lecture that... that um, Something Hoff Summers. I had Christina Hoff Summers. Christina Hoff Summers, Milo, uh-huh. and Steven Crowder. Okay. I had no idea the context of that clip. Oh, yeah, and Triglypuff, you know, uh, that gyrating large libtard. Yeah, she had a lot of momentum Um, In 2016, the Triglypuff meme was huge on that side of the internet. Um, Big. Yeah. Uh, But uh, but I I remember Steven Crowder gets really pissed off during the lecture and, like, stands up. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) That guy's ass is huge. I'll, I'll try to get a screenshot and put it up on the Twitter but and then one time he was a uh, uh, video of him doing squats at the gym, and mm-hmm. I said, "Listen, you got to know what you're doing here, buddy, because you're <sighs> making me go wild over Fuck here." Fuck you, dude. Last week you we talked about plump taints. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen Crowder's got a big fat pink one on him. I don't like that. And it's like that iconic picture of of um, what's his name, Mike Lindell, with my pillow mm-hmm. hugging the pillow in the yeah on the box art. It's like me with. With Stephen Stephen Crowder's taint, <laughs> his taint, with his big big the, pink French Canadian. The taint. rest of him is off frame. Yeah, you can't even really tell his, that it is a taint. It's just his taint. <laughs> I fucking hate that. I get him mixed up with Ruben a lot in the realm of like. Uh, I mean, they're both the same. Yeah, yeah, like majorly irrelevant, uh, like alt light guys. Yeah. Um. So I always think Stephen Crowder is gay, and they're both failed comedians too. Stand up. True. Comedians. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Dave well, Rubinette. only one of them has gotten dressed down by their idol, uh, in a public venue. Oh, that was Ruben, wasn't it? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Dave Rubin has said on like many an occasion that he has such great admiration for Larry King. Yeah. Um. And that uh that like he's a weird the person he's admiration for. I don't know. I mean, like he's a for for his skill maybe he, not you can argue but for his tenure absolutely it's, it's true he he was a giant in broadcasting yeah, yeah. but uh he, and he made a great supreme court justice and he has missed you're bad you ever think you ever think he transitioned <laughs> wait so, so did larry king uh, dress him down yeah so larry king does like i i've only seen clips Dead. from it where like um uh who was on i think like Oh, Eric Andre. It was a weird new on, set he was on. Yeah. It almost looked like a, like an infomercial set. I think it's like an on, oh, online-only format. Yeah, for he Larry had King Tyler now. the Creator, too. Yeah. Tyler, Larry King died, Rudy. No, he's he's alive. Larry King passed away. Did he die? Yeah, he died a couple months ago. Oh, no, he fucking he shit on Steven Crowder and then fucking died? That's why I've been correcting you and saying did and like he passed tense. No, he's alive. Oh, what the fuck! He died recently. I thought you were. I thought you were rolling with the fact that he was Ruth Gator Binsberg. No, him, him and Gator both died around the same time. Kind of a coincidence. That's sad. Yeah. Oh well. That's so he even, got pissed off at Dave Rubin. That's even funnier. Then imagine this, this is a wacky cold open. Go you, on. You though. work your entire career. <laughs> you you work for the fucking Young Turks, and you have to like suck Chank's dick and get him coffee for like years and years. Then you do a hard left turn into being a fucking right wing, or dude. perhaps a hard right turn. True, horse that. Let's um, that one. Then, due to your popularity that's now waning, you get to talk to your idol, and this is the highest moment of your career. He shits on you, tells you that like your ideas are dumb and that you're like going off topic too much, and that nothing you're saying is related to anything that you're talking that's about. That's when you kill yourself, and then he fucking dies. You know, that reminds me of that one time uh, Buzz Aldrin talked shit about Tesla, uh, mm-hmm. SpaceX, 
And then you've probably seen it, and they, they interviewed Elon Musk, and they read the quotes from Buzz Aldrin. They're mm-hmm. like, how does that make you feel? He's like your hero. He's he's Buzz Aldrin's one of Elon Musk's heroes. That checks out. And Elon Musk starts crying. Really? It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And he's like, there's tears coming down his fucking cheeks and what, stuff. What did he say? Uh, it was was it Buzz Aldrin just like standing for NASA in the like, it wasn't private for NASA. spaces? It was something about um, trying to have like passenger shuttles to the moon too fast kind of like speeding the process up too much or something like it was something along those lines huh yeah and it really kind of made dr musk sad it really kind of bummed him out i'm trying to find but it's kind of like mike Stocklassa of rlm and <laughs> and uh bill shatner that's shitty though that, he's still well, kicking except i don't know maybe whatever i haven't seen what mr aldrin said maybe mm-hmm. it was well founded and it was just taken the wrong way fucking Fucking William Shatner's just a cunt. Just a total <laughs> cunt. What, uh, is that dude who couldn't step on the moon still alive? He was with them in 69? Because there was, there was three dudes. Neil, Buzz Aldrin, Buzz. Neil, and... Yeah, and then the pussy that no one remembers. Yeah, because he wasn't... Sorry, sir. He, he, he wasn't allowed to go out on the moon. Yeah. That must suck, right? I don't know. Was he... Why wasn't he... Was it, um... He, I mean, you have to have someone stay in there, right? What, or it's going to float away? Yeah, he's 600 pounds. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't they have, uh, like... Michael Collins. Michael Collins. His name wasn't notable enough. At least, uh, whatever... He fucking sucks. Whatever Mr. Aldrin's first name is, he decided to go by Buzz instead. Maybe that's why he had the staying power. Buzzington is his first name. Buzzington he, Buzz Aldrin. He came from a from a British family uh-huh. that an American made up in their head. His name is Buzzington <laughs> His name is Barry B. Benson Aldrin. I move away from the microphone to catch my breath. Bless. That's uh, Tay Zunday, Chocolate Rain video. I just watched that video the other day. Do you remember when he did that advertisement for Cherry Dr. Pepper? Cherry Chocolate. No. Yeah. It was Cherry Chocolate Dr. Pepper. Cherry Chocolate Rain. He really milked that. And good for him. I'm glad he got to monetize something out of it. Like the Numa Numa guy. Yeah. The dude that made all your bass didn't get that same chance. Or the guy that made yeah. Dancing Baby GIF. Yeah. Dancing Baby GIF, that was an OG. That was like early 90s, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, Dancing Baby. I remember Dancing Baby. Just compressed to hell. You could barely, barely tell what the fuck it was. Yeah. And then we just decided for some reason to put a... What's that fucking song? Ooga Chaka, Ooga Ooga. Um, I can't yeah. And then those were inextricably linked. Deep inside of me. Fuck, what is the name of that song? Hooked on a feeling. It is hooked on a feeling. They're like Swedish. They're like a Norwegian band. Oh yeah, rednecks. I remember. We'll get to the welcome to the horse. We'll get to the rednecks part. Uh, I remember. Let me turn my phone off. I remember back in high school, a friend of mine telling me that rednecks sold themselves, put themselves up for sale as a band. What does that mean? 
they said you can buy us and we'll re- record any any kind of music you want. Oh, so it was like proto like GoFundMe Indiegogo. Some shit they were like, like that. Like and, and, and I never actually read about it. But I remember my friend Chad telling me that they had sold themselves as a band and band members to anyone who wanted to buy them. That's weird. I don't really like that. Strange. Were they Swedish or were they Swiss? I think they were Swedish. I think they were Swedish. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it's like a, I don't know, they're European. Maybe it was like a polyamory thing. Perhaps. Maybe it was sexual selling. Yeah. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 66 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. Tristan Horse. 66. There is some kind of importance to that number. Something, I think something happened... Was it? It wasn't 2066, and it wasn't 1866. One year after the Civil War, the War of Northern Aggression. True. Uh, I think it was 1966. The Beatles released an album called Revolver. I fucking Rudy, hate you. ever heard of it? I hate you so much. So we are celebrating Revolver today and every day on the podcast. Uh, the podcast that you know as Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 66 of Welcome to Horse House. Welcome to Horse House. Tristan Horse. Steven still isn't here. Yeah. That sunburn went straight to his brain. And now he is actually, he's, he's comatose. He looks like Sinestro from the Green Lantern movie now. <laughs> yes, yeah. He, he's not doing well. Um, I've heard that most of his muscle has actually slipped off of his bones. And um, he's not well. It actually... I talked to the doctor, and he said it's a lot like those couple of Japanese guys who were in that nuclear plant accident in the 90s, mm-hmm. and their, like, chromosomes disappeared, and, uh, and they were just, like, raw, burnt well, meat on a stretcher. Well, that works out for because he already had a couple extra. So, <laughs> Rudy! <laughs> Rudy's got the jokes! Rudy's got the chalk! I don't like that. Don't don't so, invoke that show here. Was that a thing when you were a kid? Oh yeah, chalk zone shit. One hundred percent. Rudy to booty. One hundred percent. Yep, I remember that. Fuck that shit. Uh, so yeah, Stephen's not well. Uh, we're not sure if he's going to make it or not. Um, we'll keep you guys posted. Uh, but yeah, it's they they his his skin is burnt to a crisp, and they found uh, a whole army's worth of cum inside of his head for some reason yeah his they They went to go pump his stomach but in in order to work on his burnt brain they had to open his head and from what the doctor told me it was gallons of cum came out and they're kind of trying to understand why maybe he has another cum maker in his head that he didn't know about well i I mean that's why he masturbates his brain so much by talking all the time but uh, that's just why I that brain come from when he talks about Frito Lays. Tristan, stop beating around the bush. Just announce our new shirt that is a <laughs> sketch of what you just described. <laughs> it's like the what was that band that Varg Vickers was in before Burzum? Um, and fuck. for their one and only LP, the album cover was their like lead singer's head exploded yeah. on the sink. That's going to be our our new logo is Steven's head with cum exploding out of his head. Cum coming out of his eyes and mouth and shit. Coming out of wherever. True. I miss you. I I, I was watching an old Trump speech the other day. Mayhem. And mayhem. Yeah. Mayhem, yeah. 
And I was watching an old Trump speech the other day, and I was just like, man, I miss this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, it was so funny, so engaging, if so nothing entertaining. else, for the content of it. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm not that I was uh, as vocal as Steven. Yeah. But not a big Trump you fan. You were always on the fence with, with Donald. Uh, Well, it was good content. Probably just, not. You probably weren't even on the fence. You were on the other side of the fence, just kind of watching. Uh, you, you were never. You were never close to being converted to being a Trumpian. No. Like, if there was, I. I feel like I've said it before. If there were someone with some of the same policies as Trump, yeah. but was not Trump, mm-hmm. I would find him maybe not like worth supporting, but like super more tolerable. Maybe like a popular Fox News anchor, or oh, maybe you, you a celebrated governor. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that ticket. It's going to happen. It's, it's coming Trump up. Trump DeSantis 2024. They're going to run against each other. DeSantis is going to lose out to Trump when he gets the nominee. Oh, I was I was hoping for a DeSantis uh, Carlson oh. ticket. Oh, oh, oh. For some reason, I, it's Trump. That'd be based as shit, dude. The fucking... Think about the most beautiful hair in the White House. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. I would That'd kill myself. Awesome. That is actually... I don't like to invoke it because I've said many times before that people that do are more damaging than what the movie said. Yeah. But that would be some idiocracy shit. That's President President Camacho shit. If holy shit, dude, you have chiefs of staff being picked out by fucking confused pit bull face, (laughs) and the guy that fucked up somehow after succeeding uh fucking Skeletor. (laughs) Holy shit, Rudy, you're kind of on one today, as the urbanites would say. I do not like those two men. You're you don't like DeSantis? No. Why not? I, I think that he's based as hell, dude. He doesn't do things that he should, and he My always does calls things. Florida, that he... the kingdom. She says we live in Fuck the kingdom. Me. Yeah. So does anyone living in Florida that's over sixty? <laughs> so what is it about DeSantis again? Uh, listening. Poor COVID response. Great uh, COVID response. Trash COVID response. Um, he takes action on things that he should not be dealing with, yeah. and is super inactive on everything that he ought to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can. Not agree with you, but see what you're saying. He with did, that. however, uh, he subscribed to your model for Pride Month, though. By I think we mentioned this in passing. He kicked off Pride Month by uh, just blowing up fucking transgender bathrooms. Uh, there was some he did it was, it was in June. Wasn't there was it? some legislation that was passed. It was like the fifth. That had to have been planned, right? I don't know. Man. He had to have planned for like transphobic laws to be in Pride Month. They were rough, though. He had to because there was the I. I thought there was something with trans bathrooms, and then there was another thing that was like he defunded like the Orlando Strong or like some something with Pulse. Did rebuilding. I cut this out of the podcast when the I last Steven episode? Um, sure, you don't listen to the podcast. We talked about that about how a lot of p- victims of Pulse and uh, ad- advocates and and sympathy hounds um, try and get the LGBTQIA cock. Uh, plus or, or plus, um, how they were bitching about how DeSantis refused to sign something that would give free mental health care, yeah, to the victims, and I was actually on DeSantis's side. I don't know why it's the government's job. It should be, um, the Pulse Organiz- Foundation mm-hmm. has made so much money. I mean, they're turning Pulse into a museum. That whole part of, I think it's in the milk district of Orlando. There's a milk so. factory there. I think they're changing it formally. Yeah. To the Pulse. Well, district. there was um. Fuck. I Pulse has enough money to pay for people's 
well, mental so health if you're getting on that angle, then you're asking the the government to compel a private company to do something, right? And that goes against my free market, true, uh, laissez-faire, free market of uh, ideas and money. Exactly. Well, Rudy, you kind of pegged me here. No, hey, that's not the right. Term. I won't do that. You kind of painted me. I kind of painted myself into a corner. <laughs> you kind here, of painted Rudy. me into a corner. Imagine getting pegged by a dude. I I feel like double trouble. Huh? That's a thing, isn't it? Don't they have like um like shit that you put your dick into and it's like a dick extender yeah that, i mean read, that's functionally I've, pegging i've read the amazon reviews really sad it has to be right that people would leave reviews saying oh this is my, my wife loved this oh god come on that's shitty you should yeah. i don't know what what you do but you should do something else yeah also the doctors found that stevens was 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 basically glued to his cock through all the Fuck. sunburn it was just they had a <laughs> all the acrylic melted to it. They had to skin his cock to get it off. <laughs> they had to deglove his dick. Oh shit, he's cut too, so that's even more mass yeah, lost. Yeah. For a whole man like me, <laughs> I'd just be on the level playing. I don't think field. I've ever told this story on the podcast. Oh no. And to all the listeners, sorry if I already have, my uncle was fucking his wife one time. She was kind of yes, a big sir. woman back in those days. And so my uncle, she was riding him, and she went up a little too high. He's not huge. Mm-hmm. That's like the family joke. He's not a, he's, his dick isn't huge. I don't like that that's the family and, joke. Yeah, we all know about it. Uh, he has a small dick, a small French-Canadian dick. And, uh, oh, that's fine then. Fuck him. And she went down on it with her thigh, a fully hard cock, just straight down, yeah. and it hurt. So he finishes. They go to sleep. He wakes up the next. Hi, I told you this. I... I feel like I remember like an eggplant comparison he, being made. He wakes up the next morning and it's pitch black, and like parts of it are like big. Some some are normal. It's just like all fucked Fuck. up and lumpy, pitch black. So he obviously goes to the emergency room, mm-hmm. and the doctors had never done the surgery before. And my my late grandfather, uh, my my uncle lifted the the blanket form, and my grandfather said it's like nothing he'd ever seen before Fuck me. keep in mind he he fought in the korean war killed chinese people <laughs> and in north Koreans. yeah he, he, he was to, in the dmz or whatever fighting dig his way out of a punji pit <laughs> yeah and uh and the thing that he's never seen before was my uncle's tiny black cock fuck and so what the doctors had to do they had to just drain um, it yeah because that's all blood rudy they had to Cut all around under the head and peel that shaft down to work on it like a banana. Fuck. They had to peel all of his cock skin down the shaft to the balls. Do you think they gave work him on that local shit. anesthesia, or do you think that they put him totally out? He was awake the whole time. Fuck. No, no, uh, it's they, they had to put him. Well, out, I mean, because they could have right? done local. Yeah, but I'd imagine they probably put him to sleep. I would fucking hope so. I've had local anesthesia before where just like it was like some toe surgery. And, mm-hmm. I, and I remember just feeling it, feeling just pressure. Yeah. That made me sick to my stomach because yeah. I know what the fuck they're doing. They're cutting that shit up. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they put him to sleep. Fuck, dude. Uh, but yeah, that's the story of my uncle's broken dick. He couldn't fuck that. for like six months, of course, too, because I mean, they tore that thing up in there. I mean, six months seems like a pretty good turnaround. Yeah, right, actually. Well, I mean, what's the, like, if you get certain surgeries, uh, right, like you like cannot get erect for, yeah. for a certain amount of it's time. It's actually a blessing that he's able to get erect. Yeah. Well, I mean, med- medicine's amazing true science like, is awesome to, i fucking love science <laughs> to peel a cock down and see all those wires in there <laughs> and switches and stuff and motherboards and just to know what you're doing and to fix it yeah that's nuts to me true 
I'd be cutting yeah, that thing I, all up. I won't make too much fun of that. No, that is true. Yeah, I, I I would totally fuck that surgery up, but I'd be able to land a plane. No. I, I've been on two planes this past week. I was in Texas, everyone. Sorry the last episode was late. I couldn't get it released before I left. Whatever. Um, it's not like anyone responded to it. Or pays for when it. it came out. Yeah, or pays for it. <laughs> um, and I was sitting in that plane in the exit row, which was awesome. And um, I was like, you know, I could land this thing. Mm-hmm. You just go down and you slowly ease up and you go around the track. I don't know if that's the case. I could probably do it on water. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, I could probably do it on Wait, water. Wait, okay, that's a question. Do you think it's easier to land a, as an expert, to, to as land a, pilot, a plane on land or well, water? <laughs> to, to land like a commercial airliner on a runway or to land like a seaplane on the water? Oh, definitely seaplane. Right? It's got to be. Because those flotation devices won't let you go too, yeah. super far Unless down. you snap them off, you're good. Yeah, but with land, you could just go down too hard and yeah. just t- destroy the entire plane. Steve and I have joked about it in the, in the preceding podcast. You could take three podcast. bullets and keep running. You could take three planes and keep running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie... There were two towers, I, I recall, that couldn't do that, Rudy. You should watch the movie Flight. Uh, oh, yeah? Starring uh, Book of Eli Man. Is that Denzel? Denzel. That is Denzel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he, a base black conservative. He's off the plantation. Is that true? Yeah, he's a conservative. No, I guess that Always fits has for been. him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like a big Christian and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that checks out. Uh, the whole movie though is about uh, an alcoholic uh, pilot. Oh, really? And I don't know if it's based on a true story. I would rather never know. Uh, <laughs> Does he drunk land a plane? He, so he drunk lands a plane. Spoilers, by the way, for the hit movie Flight that I think came out in like 2011. <laughs> um you were a baby then he uh true were you watching this in the nursery at the hospital <laughs> i was watching this in the in the icu <laughs> in the nicu as they yes, call her yeah um he has to something goes wrong they fucking run into some geese or some shit uh and that's usually what takes planes down yeah Birds well, get that's what took engines. down uh sully sully right? yeah they're uh, called hudson so he he lays it down he like uh, he obliterates a church out in the middle of this field because <laughs> he clips it on the way in uh, this one's for Burzum. He d- he does this all upside down though, because one of the engines failed or the flaps failed or yeah. something. He's like, okay, well if we flip it upside down, yeah. then the reverse will happen and we'll all be able to land it. And it's like this miracle that like uh, I think two people were critically injured, but they like got okay and everyone else is fine. Only a baby died, so it was, didn't live that long. <laughs> I'm so pretty, it's not like it's a big deal. That's, hey, that's a life, Tristan. <laughs> yes, I know. Um. I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correctly, John Goodman plays like his, uh, his like John Goodman played the plane. He plays his plug. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it's like 8 a.m. and he's in a hotel room put up by like the FAA or something. And John Goodman comes in with like blow. Really? And he's like, he's he's got to wake up. And he like, that's awesome. He like hauls out a cigarette and makes like a spliff with cocaine in it. And he's wow. like, OK, but the, the ultimate scene of the movie is uh, he's at the FAA hearing or whatever it is. And uh, they're asking him, so only you or this other person could have been responsible for these two empty bottles of vodka on the plane. <laughs> um, I had to wake up. In your opinion, do you think it was her? And he goes, no. And he's he's all up on the mic and he's sweating. He's got like flop sweat. And he just goes, I was drunk that day. <laughs> I was drunk on the 9th, the 10th, the 11th, and the 12th. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> What I never heard of this. It's movie harder before. than you would think to fly a plane, Tristan. It takes a toll on you. If you can do point. it drunk in black, I mean, I can do well, it. Well, that's like drunk drivers uh, walking away just fine, right? Because they're. It's true. Because their muscles are all relaxed. That's true. <laughs> I was going to say something else about planes. Oh yeah, planes are handsome. I'm sorry. 
I had this revelation. I had this revelation a long time ago. I was at an airport with my family, and I told them, and they thought I was fucking retarded. Yeah, no, I I get that. You, (laughs) a plane, its face is handsome. (laughs) I've had this opinion for as long as I can remember. Actually, I've always thought airplanes were handsome looking. What does that mean? They just look Chad. Like handsome, like, like attractive. They have the forehead and the long, cool Chad nose. A long, cool woman in a black dress. <laughs> but I'm serious. You're not. Planes are handsome, but only like 747s and Airbuses. You're not like personal planes or hydroplanes, like when you crash your car during when it's raining. Bad joke. Be a part of that one. You're getting into like a territory like that TLC show where that where that. <laughs> lesbian woman wants to fuck a ferris wheel i remember that one you're like a you're yeah. a stage away from that yeah she like master she, she'd like rubber pussy on like the metal and yeah stuff. she uh, a snail trail on the if I rem- ferris wheel <laughs> if i remember right there's a clip where she uh there's like uh liquid wrench or grease or something yeah. on it and she like fucking picks it up with her finger and rubs it in between her fingers and just fucking just, just puts it, it right into her vulva yeah <laughs> i was wondering please don't do that with a plane is my point I'll think about it. Um, but if a plane was like a human-sized person, I'd probably fuck it. So when women... I was thinking about this while taking a shower today. Mm-hmm. I was washing my undercarriage, and I was pretending it was a pussy. Yeah. And I was thinking... As you do. And I was thinking when girls... I've never bathed a woman before. Uh-huh. Um, I hate this it, shit. Body wash has to hurt your pussy when it goes inside of it. How do they... I mean, you're generally not washing the It's like an open it. wound in there. No, but then... but. It has to just rub in that pad. It has to get in a little well, bit. Well, so, like, you're pretty gentle. The lips. As, as a rule. And also, if you get shit in there that fucks with your pH, and it gives you a fucking infection. Okay. So, How do you know so much about this, Rudy? Oh, you used to work in a nursing home. That's, I forgot about that. That's rude. That's also... That's rude that you made me think of me doing that. <laughs> You finger old ladies with some Axe body wash. Yeah, that's what they do. They with fucking, some chocolate. Yeah, they make uh, a Axe body wash. They make a fucking Old Spice cream <laughs> that you just fucking just get your fingers on there. It's like beard cream, well, and you just fucking just finger. Well, that's blast what yourself. douching's for. There's three parts of the body that are self cleaning: the ass, the eyes, and the pussy. True. Well, yeah. douching's really bad, actually. It's really bad. PSA for, you. for all you uh, men out there. Mm-hmm. For all you bitches out there who never had a mama to tell you not to douche, don't douche. Stop yeah. doing what's it. Our, what's our demographic breakdown for the podcast? For this 97% male audience, <laughs> douching really fucks with your pH, guys. Listen, if all those guys out there, if you ever have a girlfriend who gets into a grave car accident and becomes retarded and in a wheelchair, like all bald and gross looking, um, don't douche her. True. You might fuck her up even more. You might give her a yeasty, and that yeast infection can go to her right to her brain, and she can die. Wait, is that true? I my mom had a friend who had a, a UTI, mm-hmm. and she it went untreated and went to her brain. Okay, she, no, she I guess died. that makes sense. Yeah, because like it's all up in you. If you, yeah, fuck that. Can you get that? I don't like gonorrhea? this conversation. Uh, can you get brain gonorrhea? I mean, untreated gonorrhea. I, I've had is it like for twenty five years. <laughs> untreated gonorrhea is like a really bad thing, isn't it? Is it? I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if it moves, but it's really bad know, for that area. A lot of people have um, gonorrhea with no symptoms. And so I'd imagine that you could probably live for years with gonorrhea and not even know you have it. Is that true? Yeah, Did... undiagnosed gonorrhea is a real thing. Huh. And people just don't know they have it. Um. Okay, so it won't go to your brain. 
Uh, but in women, gonorrhea can spread into the uterus or fallopian tubes, uh, and cause a uh, cause pelvic inflammatory disease, and then you just fucking die. Imagine being born with gonorrhea. Thanks, mom. Fuck. You know. Hey, thanks for the. Is, is that how it works? <laughs> I don't think it carries can you, over like like, AIDS. like crack babies. You know, AIDS doesn't always carry over to the child. You know that? I learned that recently. I didn't know that. Um, I always thought that if the mom has AIDS or contracts AIDS while pregnant, that the baby automatically has it. That's not always true. I wonder if that's because it's bloodborne. Maybe is the idea. So like something yeah. like an STD. Like mm-hmm. I know that like can cause complications. Yeah. Like you have an STD and you give birth. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, the kid gets fucking gets syphilis in their eyes or some shit. My cousin shit in his mom when he was in in, in utero. How do you have shit in you? Babies eat. Yeah, but they, they eat, eat like the blood and stuff. Fuck you. No, it's an umbilical. That's what the placenta is. You gotta eat the blood. You're not consuming anything like orally. He took a duty inside of her womb. The, it was a big thing in the family. I refuse to believe that anyone is full of shit whenever he, they are born. He took a dookie, dookie diarrhea shit in <laughs> his mother, I and this. it was really high risk because when a baby's in, that kind of poop is like tar it's like a black tar yeah and the baby can die from the fumes that's actually what's happening to steven right now whenever you say things like this it makes me wonder how much of the conversation leading up to it was bullshit <laughs> no, i'm serious my cousin <laughs> took a caca diarrhea shut the dump. fuck up steven <laughs> please his, call in or come back <laughs> inside of his mother and he almost died because of the fumes also my other cousin his mom was so fucking tight, they had to break his shoulder to get him out. No, that's not true. Yeah. Sometimes they have to do that. They, if a baby can't come out right, they break the shoulder. They just give you a episiotomy. No. They cut my head off because I couldn't the come fuck out. And they, up. Just, they set it on backwards. Why would. And so, what's that story with that, actually true with the shoulder? Of, instead of cutting my head back off to turn me the right way, they actually cut my dick and my ass and all my arms off and they switched it around on my torso like a Mr. Potato Head doll. I fucking hate you. Sorry, it's, it, it's, it's, it's they, them Potato Head now because it was fucking libtards. Uh, gun control, yeah, Hasbro, that's all those the, feminazis. That's the real conservative crusade is uh, protecting the gendered pronouns of a toy that yeah, no one it, uses it anymore. It comes with a pussy and a dick. <laughs> uh, and and uh, the deluxe one comes with um, a pussy with a large testosterone clitoris. They could also put on. <laughs> you know, I'll for, be here all week. You know for the fact that someone has modded a Mr. Potato had to put a flashlight in it. They had I have to. seen it. Yeah. My cousin did have to get a shoulder broken okay. to get out. Okay, to that point, I that, didn't want to bring it back real. to that. I was at the hospital. Why wouldn't happens. they just episiotomy? Just cut your taint. Just let you go out. I knew someone who they didn't even cut it. It just cut it itself. Yeah, it'll tear. It ripped. Yeah. If I was the husband, I would say before you start surgery, give me 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds. The baby is crowning. Give me 30 <laughs> no, seconds. No, no, no. After the baby comes out, after the baby tears the taint, after the baby makes the ass and the pussy one, uh-huh. I say to the doctor, before you sew her up, just give me 30 seconds. You sound man. like every deep faked audio of Pete Buttigieg <laughs> leading me, up to the election. Just give me 30 seconds. Chastin, just give me 30 seconds. Stop. Chastin, you tore, you, you tore, you tore between your asshole and your pee hole. Right up, right up the shaft of the cock, past your taint. Split your crotum and yeah. twain. <laughs> your crotum and twain. <laughs> crotum twain was one of my favorite American writers. I love crotum twain. Yeah, they wrote a... Fuck. <laughs> crotum twain is like the retarded, really strong, inbred brother of Mark Twain. Crotum. Oh no, here comes crotum. <laughs> hey guys, me crotum twain. Fuck, what's the, what's the Procol Harum song? Maybe. 
Um, uh, something in white, Satin and white, whiter shade. Knights of in pale. white, Satin. Oh, that's Moody Blues. Same oh, band. Okay, I was yeah, thinking yeah, Procol yeah. Harum. That's same, my same fucking that's my Procol Harum uh, <laughs> successor <laughs> band. It's Crotum Twain. I can write books too. <laughs> I hate that. I don't like that. A, a kid will want will rather paint a fence for free than you pay him to pay the fence for free. That's just a Mitch Hedberg impression I'm doing. That That's was the rude. same affectations, basically, that un, famous unfunny comedian and notable are you, junkie. Are you not a big Mitch fan? He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. I think he's, Steven's he's the funny. Mitch he loves Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Um, my the only comedian I listen to is Emo Phillips. Do you remember Emo Phillips? Yeah, yeah, Emo Phillips. I thought it was uh, I thought the only one you listened to was what's Big Black name? Patrice O'Neill. Patrice Big Black. I don't know a Big Black. From, Rest in uh, peace. You know, I I never told this story either, but I met Big Black. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Just so we're clear, Patrice O'Neill or the band Big Black? The man Big Black, Black from Robin Big. Oh. You remember Rob Deerdeck yeah. had that show Robin Big? And okay. his, his security guard was the big black guy named That's Big Black. That's weird. Oh, yeah. What, uh, there's a band called Big Black? Yeah, they were like a popular like proto-industrial oh, no. punk band. Do you remember Robin Big before I start the story? I do vaguely. They, they, it was like a reality show. They get into hijinks and yeah. shit. It was like, before Fantasy Factory and before Ridiculous. It was like MTV era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was either MTV or, or VH1. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was MTV. And we, my siblings and I loved that show. My mom loved it too. We were homeschooled, so we just watched it while we did school and stuff. What was there to love about it? As a young, as a young boy, it was just they're they're, they're both funny together. They're oh, just okay. good friends. And they, they just riffed well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were always doing crazy hijinks in the reality show. Um, but there was um, at a mall far away from us. There was at a finish line shoe store. Mm-hmm. Big Black was doing a signing there, and so I'm sorry. We, what year is this? Within a three year margin, <laughs> probably 2000. Eight. Okay. Yeah, probably around 2008. I'm trying to place it in like the cultural moment. Yeah, about 2008. Okay. And um, and so we drive like an hour and a half to meet Big Black, and and we're in this line for hours. Fuck. And we finally get up there. Doesn't make eye contact with me at all. Signs it, tosses it to his personal assistant, and the personal assistant hands it to me. That's when I met Big Black. Isn't that, that sad? To, for, to former, see his fall from yeah, grace. Yeah. <laughs> former president and former first lady. Uh, Jimmy and Rosalind Carter mm-hmm. paid me more attention than Big Black ever did. Uh, I forget if it was Rosalind or Jimmy. They said, "Have a nice day." They oh, that's said, sweet. Thank you so much. Was that a was that a Tristan as a kid school visit or did you? No, that was Tristan as a twenty year old visit. Me and Stephen went to went to Plains, Georgia, to Maranatha Baptist Church to watch Jimmy Jimmy Carter do a Sunday service. Really? You know that about us? No. Yeah, he. I'm does... sorry. When was this? Um, 2015. 2016. Okay, so this is before I knew you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we drove to Plains. It was right after Jimmy Carter had his brain cancer diagnosis. So mm-hmm. the cars were. It was a parked. It was a packed parking lot. Yeah, we slept in the car that night. And um, yeah, because he does like once a month Sunday services. And That's so we cool. got in. And, I, and I, yeah, I met him. And I took pictures with him and stuff. It huh. was a super cool event. But uh, but yeah, they paid me more attention than Big Black did. And guess what? Big Black died recently. So sorry, guy. You shouldn't. Have, that's the Tristan Horse curse. Be nice to me, or you die. That's the horse course. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. That's that's an Ursula. I believe light. it is Little Mermaid themed. And it has. Oh an, yeah, there it is. I don't like that one. It has an attached uh, suction pump that looks like, like that. an eel. I don't like that. They have a Mandy flashlight on the YouTube channel. 
limited edition Mandy flashlight? No, but I do have. <laughs> I do have Mrs. Incredible stuck stepmom. Well, I can see. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, now this this is nice. Is that a tiny little ass? Unbelievable, the spandex. So today we have that's Vin Diesel. The super rare. <laughs> that's Vin Diesel doing a flashlight <laughs> review. For those of you that have seen the hit movie The Incredibles, when Elastigirl gets stuck between the two doors. This fleshlight is a parody of such. Oh, is there a suggestive... You can, uh, tie these to your shower curtain rod and go to town, whatever, you know, however you like to get down. <laughs> and so her ass is, is at the other end of the tube. It's not suggestive, but it's just, uh, she gets stuck between two, like, uh, automatic doors, so she's gotta, like, kick the guy on That's her awesome. ass end before he fucks her. Yeah, uh, and then punch the other guy over there, but yeah, no, that's she, a... She's one of the thickest moms in, in child... Uh, entertainment history. All Pixar moms. Next to only second to Dexter's mom. Oh, true. Have you ever seen that one episode where she's in like a thong bikini? Her yes. lower half, it's like she has like lipedema almost. I hate that. She looks like Love Randolin. I Randolin. hate that you've thought about this enough. Do you remember Love Randolin? No. She was, she went viral because she had a normal waist mm -hmm. and normal, you know, upper half waist up, but her ass was like over a hundred inches in circumference like her legs were huge mm -hmm. she had lipedema like really bad it, it, it was is that like just a, a like fat collects in a weird yeah. spot okay. most of the time super obese people get it mm -hmm. um but she just randomly had lipedema all over her body so all the weight she ever gained went straight to her she looked like squidward after eating all the crabby patties <laughs> do you remember that episode yeah. i don't know if you had that back in the 1800s fuck you but um that scene always kind of turned me on no stop it did it's funny how things in your childhood you don't realize it when you're a kid but, but, but when you get older you it all realize makes how horny sense. they made you like when carl's ass gets pregnant and um we Jimmy talked Utron. about this off podcast yeah. I'm, I'm still upset with yeah you. well it was it's not that i think carl's hot it's just the fact that his ass was getting bigger and bigger and there's something in there <laughs> let it hang <laughs> that wasn't dookie you know what i mean yeah, it was kind of, it was hot. Sorry. Yeah, did you know that that jellyfish actually dookied in Carl whenever it came out? <laughs> oh, was it a jellyfish? It was did, some sort of like big. Did they ever put things on it, like a shelf? Did they ever use it as a shelf? I don't know because that may have led to my. All shelf I remember from that fetish. episode is the the baby shower that Carl has with the girls. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Cindy and then the black Cindy and then whatever the other one oh, is. They were, throw were like they both a name Cindy, black no, girl Cindy, and no, just I, the the black girl from Jimmy Neutron. Okay, yeah, but I can never remember her name. Uh, but yeah, they throw Carl a baby shower, Aww. which is a very weird thing for children to do for another child divorced in the Jimmy Neutron context. Yes, um, but you know, ch children shows were different back then. Mm -hmm. They had shit like that, and also there's that SpongeBob episode where him and Patrick were basically married and raising yeah. that clam child and. Patrick hit all the diapers. That's a really good bit. He he tears the walls <laughs> off and just smelly diapers. That was a good show. We've talked about SpongeBob enough. Um, Have we? I think a couple episodes been... ago, I think we went on a SpongeBob tear. I think I, I probably checked out for that. You probably did. We had a family friend, and she wouldn't let her kids watch SpongeBob because she said it, it, a study came out and it said SpongeBob made kids stupid. Yeah, but also like that's the same same like pop studies that we get now, where it's like anything that's like culturally prevalent. Yeah, like the ones that say porn are bad for kids. Like well, porn's bad for kids to watch. Porn's bad for anyone to watch. You know, right? I'm gonna give you a base alert and a horse on that one because it really does kind of destroy your yeah, brain. It's true. Kind of like THC eight, Rudy. Not true. This shit's making me psychotic. I just H have you been hitting it. it? Oh yeah, constantly. Fuck you. I, I'm constantly hitting the THC eight pen. I um. 
I hit it every night once I got my pin. It ran out. I kept hitting it because even though it was burnt, it was still giving me something. Yep. Uh, and then You're finally addicted ditched to it, like it. I am. Well, I finally ditched it. Uh, it's been like, fuck, it's been like a month now. You want to hit? No, I'm great. I'm going to, I'm taking a trip uh, out of town uh, to the Florida Keys uh, starting next week. And that will be the only time that I smoke because I'm going on that long ass fucking bridge. Yeah. And I'm not going to be conscious for it. Long ass fucking bridge ago in a town called Kickapoo. They. Bro, you listen to the D? Uh, I was in Colorado and uh, a lot of legal weed there. I never talked about this. Going to dispensaries in Colorado. Mm-mm. It's it's like a like an Apple store. Yeah. Like you go there and you check in with a computer. Mm-hmm. And they lay you into a queue. And then you. Because only so many people can be in the weed store at a time. Yeah. Really cool. The person who greeted us at the door, uh, it was a man with a cane. He's, he was a young man with a cane. I think that's a cool look. Yeah, but he was also handicapped, so uh, he, he was gimpy. Was it like Tiny Tim cane, or was it like a cane cane? It was a cane. Okay, look, no, that's a like cool a medical look. cane, like a like a hot James McAvoy's Professor Xavier cane. <laughs> yes, um, but it was cool as shit. I got like a Blues Brothers weed because Jim Belushi grows weed on his property now so there's blues brothers weed and dan Aykroyd and him were on the tvs talking to us i was about to make a dan Aykroyd joke dan Aykroyd and jim belushi were both dressed as blues brothers talking in an infomercial on all the tv screens fuck um that weed was pretty good yeah i imagine um i bought a one gram joint Mm -hmm. um and in a pack of blues brothers uh joints really good shit the weed i was a little not super crazy about it's Mm. what i've wanted to try try for years willie's reserve willie nelson's weed oh yeah it's it, it was even so official too because the the filter they're all cones yeah um the filter even said willie's reserve the blues brothers filter was just a raw filter so they obviously partnered with raw but yeah. i was like man willie's reserve they have their own filters too this has to be like really good yeah. it, it wasn't super expensive but it hurt my throat yeah it tasted it was just like a burnt taste the whole time you have to you have to drink enough whiskey and smoke enough <laughs> yeah. cigars over the years but man that weed made me so paranoid and so crazy all of it did the, and, and, oh, just okay. in colorado in general yeah. like, like there were well, some good it seems highs. so surreal i imagine well i, I i've never i never get high off real weed anymore only thca which is That's real weed true. technically really i'm only i only smoke weed when i'm offered it and I'm yeah. never ever hanging out with someone who's smoking weed. No. Um, but yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying you could not get high off of weed anymore because of THC. Oh no no no! Oh, I okay. get high off my ass. Yeah. Okay. On weed. I was gonna say yeah. you are um, a you are a half a beer wasted man. Yeah. I refuse to believe you have that high of a tolerance for weed. But I will say though that uh, there was was also a dab pen involved in Colorado, <sighs> and you there's do not, no need. You do not know freedom, Rudy, until it is ten o'clock in the morning. You're at the Buffalo Bill Museum, and you're watching a <laughs> shitty video in like the uh, the tiny little theater they have there, where all the tourists sit and watch the video in the dark rooms mm-hmm. on the small TVs, getting high off your ass. Before the you pod- no freedom until then. Before the podcast, we were talking about like our respective political positions on things. I'm starting to think that maybe weed is a mistake. <laughs> maybe we should go back to hardcore weed prohibition. Well, it's funny, Rudy, because I most of the time I'm, I'm anti weed. Yeah, I mean, I hit the THCA, so I am a hypocrite because mm-hmm. uh, this is literal weed that I am smoking. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm I, I'm the same with weed as I am about alcohol. Get drunk maybe twice a once a month. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, same with weed. I mean, you don't have to smoke weed only once a month, but just don't be addicted to weed. Yeah. Because being addicted to weed is very sad because it's a non-addictive drug. Okay, let me let me don my cap. 
yeah. uh, whatever cap you decide to label it as. Uh, what about people that say they can't, uh, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee? That is true, but does coffee make you lazy and insufferable to be around? Does coffee morph all your interests into like the same thing that is basically adjacent person. to that substance? I mean, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, but, then yes, it changes but, all your interests to coffee. But then again, people who love coffee mostly talk about coffee. Yeah. If you really love coffee, odds are you wow. are insufferable. Weed people and coffee people are very similar. It yeah. becomes their personality. Being a coffee person, being a weed person. It depends. Because I feel like I have like a like a healthy uh, love for coffee. I'm like once a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't even drink it regularly. But whenever I drink coffee, I am yeah. drinking it partially for the taste. Like I like I like good bean. I like I good roast. I only drink it for the taste. Yeah. But, like, I'm also not saying, like, oh, is this fucking Arabica free trade? Because yeah, exactly. I swear to fucking God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a listener we have who's big guy. He's big into pour-overs yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, French presses, wherever the fuck it is. French press know. is actually really convenient. I just, what I do, own. Rudy, I put a little K-cup into the Keurig. And then it pours about 10 ounces. And I take that. And I pour about one cup of creamer into it. And yeah. two sweet and lows. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. What kind of creamer, Tristan? Fuck you. You guys always want to You don't like coffee. Sh- you like shit that you put in coffee. So, what I used for a long time was Oreo creamer. Uh-huh. Uh, but nowadays, Rudy, I've grown up. I use Italian sweet cream now, which is like melted ice cream for your coffee. Eat shit. So, I've grown up a little bit. I no longer do the junk foods flavors. I do the mature adult who likes a little bit of sugar in his life. Uh, cup. Tristan, I drink coffee for the taste horse. Let me get my fucking melted ice cream creamer. Dude, the best thing, though, back then, this is like, I had to stop doing it because I didn't realize how many calories I was consuming today. Yeah. I would get black cold brew coffee, usually the Starbucks brand from mm-hmm. the store. I pour that into a cup, pour ice in there. And then Oreo creamer oh, and like milk too. Why? Oh my! It was delicious, Rudy. Just I'll, fucking freeze it at that point. You you've made ice day, cream, basically. Um, but Rudy, it's funny. I can only drink coffee if it's white mm-hmm. or if it's black. Really? I enjoy black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So I in in I I like the taste of black coffee. That's mostly why I drink it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's it's interesting. If there's a little bit of creamer in it, I don't want to drink it. It tastes weird to me. Really? Yeah. There has to be mostly creamer, a little bit of coffee, or just black coffee. If I, I, I like black coffee. If I'm in a non-black coffee mood, um, I either get like just fucking caramel macchiato, like just bum fuck me with sugar. Yeah. Or like just a splash of milk. Just bum fight me with sugar. <laughs> Dude, we, yeah, should, no. we should have a bum fights podcast, bro. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, hey, listen, that bum, the bum fights guy, mm-hmm. he was like 19 when he, he made that movie. He made like $3 million off of it. Really? Yeah, because he got someone to distribute it for him. With like a $0 budget, too. Yeah, $0 budget. And it wasn't a dis- I don't think I don't know if he had a distributor. I think he just made DVDs, hmm. like nice box art and shit, and sold them. And he made like $3 million. Oh, shit. Yep. What's the... What's the not to deviate if you had any more coffee talk? Um, I think I'm done with coffee. My dad all my life has drinking about eleven cups a day of yeah. black coffee. 
Well, he's also That's like all he drinks. He's just fucking on all the time, though. I've oh, never yeah. seen that man sluggish. No, it's true. Yeah, he yeah. hates to rest. Maybe that's why he hates resting. Yeah. yeah, you should try tea. I've been a big Earl Grey hot fan. Recently. Yeah, I drink a lot of the sweet variety. Um, that's really the only drink. I, I, that's that's the only tea I can really enjoy wholeheartedly. Sweet, really sweet tea. Some good southern sweet. Green tea. tea's good. Earl Grey's good. Not a huge fan of. I, I like chamomile kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Someone made for me like a honey tea one time. It was pretty good. Not a huge tea guy. I, I like sweet tea. Uh, Ice cold sweet tea. In line with pandering to Christian so he comes back on the podcast. Christian, uh, next time you're in town, please. Whenever I go to our local uh, coffee shops uh, that are not a Starbucks or anything like that, uh, I say I would like an Earl Grey hot, please, so I feel like Captain Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Christian, come back. <laughs> Rudy is debasing himself for you right now. Rudy is debasing himself for you. Yeah, I'm a bit like Frank Black in that way. <laughs> Francis Black, right? He went by Frank Black at some point in his he, career. No, sorry. He goes by Frank Black now. He used to go by Black Francis. Yeah. Which was a cool ass I think name. Frank Black might be his solo shit. Okay. I, didn't we talk about this last yeah, week? I, yeah. We talked about it at some point. Yeah. Black Francis was a cool ass name. Yeah. On the hit uh, original soundtrack for Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, uh, there's a Frank Black song. You know, I never played those games, and it's one of the biggest regrets of my life. Yeah. No, playing there's those... There's so much nostalgia in the Tony Hawk, like, pro skater games, yeah. or they're called. I, I remember my friends tried to get me to play it one time, and I played it a little bit. I just didn't think it was very fun. It's fun if you, like, start from the ground up. If someone just Shrek was a character in one of the games. Yeah. You could skate a Shrek. I yeah, that, that was, like, uh, that was one of the earlier ones. Yeah. I wasn't big into them, but, like, uh, really good fucking soundtracks for a lot of them uh fuck was it it might have been pro skater one that was like all like goldfinger and like ska shit uh, that's cool i yeah. think there were like two real big fish songs on yeah. it uh that shit's great a twisted metal had a good soundtrack too never played it it was like the clown game yeah your clown well, you, you drive cars. you drove around yeah yeah really that's where i ever that's where i first heard dragula really? by rob zombie Hell, yeah. i've loved it ever since i love dragula and this is you have a pretty eclectic taste in music. Mm-hmm. I'm very cultured when it comes to art, Rudy. Yes, sir. Um, Dragula is one of my all-time favorite songs really? ever made. I love Dragula. See, I think Dragula by Rob Zombie. And that's the only song I've ever heard by Rob Zombie. Yeah, I was going to say, you're very disdainful of Rob Zombie's I, popular brother I, that got into music. Um, who else has the last name of, Zombie? Of Power Man 9000, I believe. It's either Power Man thi- 9000 or, or it's Static X. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. This is why Steven should be here. Because he'd yeah. already be playing yeah, either right? of the songs. Right? Uh, yeah, did uh, When Worlds Collide, I'm pretty sure, is his brother. This is what is happening. Huh. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. When Worlds Collide, When Worlds Collide. That's a SpongeBob song, too. Future. I get it. Oh, you. When he say that? Yeah. No, different one. But it was like a caveman. Power Man 5000. I apologize to all they're, the They're fans brothers, out there. huh? Yeah. Remember when Rob Zombie had that skate park destroyed next to his house because he didn't like the noise? Fuck him. How, like, not, like. Like, that's like. You think Rob Zombie would be the guy, like, yeah, let the kids skate. Really? He's, he's like, get these fuckers out I of here. I picture him as, like, living, like, a really gross, like, rockabilly esque lifestyle. Like, just being, like, just gross and, like, uh,. Solitudinous. If Rob Zombie lived in a large, lavish trailer, I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I on also that. wouldn't yeah. bat an eye if he lived in a very mediocre trailer in the middle of like a plot of land in Kentucky. <laughs> you know, he could actually he, he could pull off a trailer really, really well. 
he could pull off a trailer really well, but he could also pull off like a gothic mansion really well too. No, like if he lived in like a big Victorian mansion. No, really? too quirky for him. Really, I feel like he's too like milk toast outside of his music. Huh? Maybe we should we should get him on the podcast. I, <laughs> we should try to get Mister Zombie on the podcast. Ask him what it was like releasing that uh, hit single. Everybody's <laughs> fucking on a spaceship. <laughs> Is that a song by him? Yeah. That's awesome. I Whenever I watched uh, The Needle Drop a lot, Fantano went in on him for about an hour for that fucking... It was, it was either the single off of the album of the same title, or he just released it that single. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's like... Uh, th- that's another another song title I like a lot. John Frusciante? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Of RHCP fame? Yeah. I used to... When I was younger, I used to think his name was John Frusciant. Um, what is it again? John Frusciante. I've always pronounced it Frusciante, but maybe Frusciante. that's too many syllables. It's like the fucking guy who made Ren and Stimpy, Kaluskakinski, or something like that. Was that Klasky Shupo, or was that someone else? Uh, that's different. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. Um, uh, John Frusciante, or whatever. What the? However, the fuck you say his last name? Yes, sir. He released a song, and I'm kind of paraphrasing give or take a couple words your pussy is glued to the side of a burning building what yeah what is that i i don't know but i love that title that's kind of that's not the title is it it's the title of the song your pussy i guess your pussy is glued or nailed or built onto the side something like that built onto the side (laughs) your pussy is built onto the side of a burning building your pussy is built onto the side of a building a, a a high rise uh, uh, apartment complex in Surfside, Miami Beach, Florida. <laughs> that became like a national thing. It's sad. Your pussy's glued to a building on fire. Yeah. I huh. love that title. It's like beautiful almost. That feels like if you let M- Marilyn Manson make music for about 10 years longer, <laughs> that would be where it ends up. <laughs> Did you ever see that video? He like broke his leg or some shit. Yeah, so on he could tour. suck his own dick. <laughs> Nice, Rudy. Yes. Anyways, that that ended up not being true, right? I'm pretty sure that was a. I think biologically, yeah. it's also you you still would have a hard time sucking your. I mean, dick. you've got to get some extra space, right? Well, that skin gets all bunched He's up. He's got too he much of a gut now, though, so no self fellatio for him. He broke his leg on tour, so his leg was like in a brace. Mm-hmm. It there's this video footage of him on stage trying to look really badass, kind of like dancing around, you know, mm-hmm. like looking cool. But he also has a big bulky leg brace on, and also he's fat as fuck nowadays. Oh. Really funny footage because well, he looks so stupid. He contours his chin. Yeah, he went like uh, he went like full George Lucas, but with makeup. Yeah, he's also another quiet guy in real life. He also heard. is either actively or just got me tooed pretty hard. We talked about this. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I was gonna, yeah, because I wanted to roll back me saying, "Oh, that's sad." Mm Because I listened to a lot of Marilyn Manson whenever I was a kid. I had a big Marilyn Manson nine inch nails phase. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck him. I'm pretty sure, like, another thing, like a Louis C.K. kind of thing. Like, oh, like the person who was very vocal about being gross was gross. Yeah, exactly. Crazy, but still bad. Yeah, what a surprise. Yeah, um, yeah, that happened a while ago. No, he got got me too. Six months ago or so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Time it, flies. In the grand scheme of life, six months ago was a drop in the bucket. It's a blip. It's a blip. And uh, But 
Where was this going? Uh, you were talking about him and his leg brace, trying to act all cool. He looked cool as shit. He was on tour with Rob Zombie, actually, during that time. Fuck that. Yeah. Imagine seeing, in the year of our Lord 2021, a Marilyn Manson <laughs> and Rob Zombie concert. I would it's fucking awesome. kill myself. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, Marilyn Manson, he, he looks like a rapist. Yeah. Even without makeup on, he looks like a gross rapist. Brian Warner. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, he, if I remember right. Sometimes he does cameos... Um, in movies and TV shows, and you always have to kind of take a second look. You're like, oh, wait, that's Marilyn Manson. Is he doing it? Because he used to make cameos where it was like, uh, it was as his popularity was fading. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was always a character that was Marilyn Manson adjacent. No, 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 no. no. Is he just playing like normal dudes? In Eastbound and Down, he plays a waiter. Uh huh. And in Tim and Eric, well, in Tim and Eric, he plays kind of a creepy guy. Well, because I mean, like nowadays, like you strip away Marilyn Manson and he's just, I'm pretty sure he's from Ohio. He's yeah, just some, some shit like that. He's just some weird white kid from yeah, Ohio. Yeah, exactly. Um, wh what was the song in the music video? They were like goth gangsters and they had the hydraulics car. Is that Welcome to the Dope Show? I'm not sure, but it's a badass music video. Or he just looks, the Dope Show. He yeah. has a grill, yeah. you know, like a do rag or whatever. And he looks cool. I'm pretty sure that's uh, where all stars now. Okay. The dope show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Marilyn Manson, he had his time and it was a cool time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was bad. Also, that was like big um, Rudy coming up as like a edgy, like uh, yeah. almost a fedora tipping atheist Hell boy. Yeah, seeing him on like uh, Bill O'Reilly talking about Columbine, mm -hmm. like that shit's cool. Because yeah. it wasn't all just like uh, I want you to like go and like uh, rape your mothers and murder your fathers. It was like, oh, okay, well, this dude actually can think critically. Yeah, about yeah, he's he always seems like a smart guy. Yeah, um, I think he has. I want to say he has a master's. John Mouse has a doctorate in political science. Is that true? Isn't that strange? Well, that's why he stuck by Sam through all that. <laughs> yeah, right. He knew the, he, he knew the truth. He understood. <laughs> he understood. Um, anything else about Marilyn Manson? I don't think so. Well, I was going to say, um, have we talked about the the lineup for that distant city that's near us, Daytona Beach, having a Welcome to Rockville? Uh, oh, who's festival? playing? Uh, all of your favorite artists in 2021 go on nine inch nails uh holy shit really probably still good trent, with trent reznor trent reznor probably he's slaps. still on nine inch nails he has to be right because yeah. it's not it's there's no way yeah. it's nine inch nails yeah uh the deftones which holy shit if i heard change in the house of flies hell in a concert uh cypress hill <laughs> oh my god what an all-star lineup stp um is that the racing fluid you put into a car's engine that's your kooky <laughs> You ever, hear, you ever hear Interstate Love Song? Um, I'm only going to point out uh, artists that I recognize, with the exception of Brass Against, which I hope to God is a ska or brass cover <laughs> yeah. band of Rise Against. Uh, that was just Thursday. Uh, Friday is Metallica, Rob Zombie. What the fuck, really? And Social Distortion. I had a friend in high school. He sat across from me in class, and it was always like first period or second period. Mm -hmm. He never brushed his teeth, and he always wore the same uh, social social dis distortion, social distortion, a fucking skeleton or whatever. Yeah, he always had that shirt on in his breath. <laughs> it was early in the morning, and I, I hadn't eaten yet, and it would go straight into my nostrils, into my stomach, and I would almost throw up while talking I hate to that. him. Always, also, uh, he'd always talk about how cool it was. He said. He'd always brag about how his dad was in Desert Storm in the 90s <laughs> and how and how he, quote, unquote, killed 14-year-olds from a helicopter. <laughs> I said, why is that cool? His dad also had a white power tattooed on his chest. Fuck. And my friend would always insist it wasn't anything, it wasn't racist at all. <laughs> I said, what's okay. the spin? How do you spin that? <laughs>
he would just always say it's he would always just tell me it's not racist he, he, that's all he would say just nothing beyond it's not <laughs> yeah, racist I said, all right that sounds cool man well as a as a uh tacit member of the social d fandom uh i apologize yeah. for him they're an all right band uh they ska sh- uh no they're like um are, are they like irish you... metal or something no they're not like drop uh what is it drop he also listened to dropkick murphy's dropkick murphy's yeah. that's it i got the dead kennedys and dropkick murphy's <laughs> two totally different things. yeah dropkick uh, murphy's is they're a cringe band 100 yeah. percent. i think they had a point where they were good yeah. it's not here anymore mm-hmm. uh chevelle uh of seeing red fame okay yeah um disturbed holy shit uh, this is a big fest sorry i'm moving on to saturday disturbed is the headliner okay. for saturday it better be the offspring wow stained huh lamb of god lamb uh, of god really for all of you uh for all you hot topic fans asking alexandria is going to be there oh my god <laughs> guar well minus odorous orangas yeah it's yeah i mean still probably put yeah. on a good show oh yeah they have to uh other hot topic heads uh atreyu is gonna be there oh my god and then sunday we have metallica again they're, uh, they're sticking around uh leonard skinnard yeah no uh at this point to clarify leonard skinnard has been good it's yeah. not now yeah uh mudvane mastodon oh my god anthrax is gonna be there um huh. For all of you TikTok Anthrax, cringe heads, yeah. Falling in Reverse will be there. Oh my, Rudy. Known for the song, Why Do Good Girls yes. Like Bad <laughs> Guys. Um, Sleeping with Sirens, uh, Code Orange of Mice and Men. And that's, wow. there's more, but that's it. Yeah, so. In, in the final act for the fireworks shows, Alanis Morissette, surprisingly. <laughs> Imagine, imagine fucking Anthrax plays the last chord to their song, and you just hear the opening chords to Ironic playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, any any ham. any horsehouse heads uh, in the Daytona Beach area, November eleventh to November fourteenth. Yeah, listen, check it out. Hey, we'll we'll uh we'll we'll make a day trip there, Rudy. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have uh, a fan meet. Yeah, we'll have a meet <laughs> Uh, at the Metallica merch stand. <laughs> at the Of Mice and Men yeah. uh, merch stand. I'm going to be pissing off of Lars Ulrich's yeah. head. <laughs> that's that's really... I always... Rock, Welcome to Rockville is actually a pretty big fest. Yeah. Yeah. Because those, I mean... They're all bad bands, but yeah. uh, but big bands, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, I think they're... I think this one has been better than previous years. I uh-huh. haven't followed it, but like it always gets like media play, even whenever yeah. it's not in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like... Oh, post COVID, let's try and get yeah, the big let's boys. Let's really, uh, and I think I think Willie Nelson performs at the Speedway every year. I think he has a family concert there. Yeah, where it's all where all the Nelsons yeah, go. Willie Nelson is a is an ISC board member. I, <laughs> that's funny, Rudy. Um, he's on my bucket list. Um, what to to bed? Yeah, to fuck. <laughs> I, I don't fuck Willie Nelson. I don't know Rudy. what it means. Whenever you say his pigtails and throat, fuck that old like fucker. a person's on your bucket list. It's see him live. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised you haven't already. I I know he he comes to Florida all the time. Hmm. Um, he's bucket list. Where's he from? Like um, Kansas or some shit. He's from Texas. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least he's he's he is the Texas country guy. That's so I'm fair. guessing who's born in Texas. Um, Paul McCartney is also on. That's all. That's that's another surprise that I haven't seen him. Huh. Tickets are always three hundred bucks for nosebleeds. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't afford that. That checks out. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, I'll see him. Ringo, he comes to St. Augustine every year. I want to. Uh, I would pay double whatever. He'd the probably be on the podcast if we asked. Him whatever. 
<laughs> Whatever the ticket price is to go see Ringo, I would pay double if I could get him to reenact any commercial he's been in. <laughs> yes! Yes! I, I think this has got podcast time, That'd but... Be- Fucking look up Ringo Japanese commercials, please. He was he was making buko bucks in Japan because he was on so many commercials. Are you happy? Yeah, th- that's what he <laughs> says when he comes out of the UFO, right? Yeah. Those commercials are dog shit crazy. A different market, different culture. It's I, true, I have to imagine that they just flopped over there. That's probably like, like no one all, got any value from That's probably like an all-state commercial to us for them. <laughs> They're so used to that kooky shit. That, that weird Ringo, man. Yeah. All the Japanese people yeah. talking about how everyone from Britain uh, flies around in fucking UFOs and drinks Ramune or whatever. Ramune's delicious. Ramune when is when good. I was a cringe weeaboo back in the day, um, it was my shit. I go to the Asian market. I'd have my sister drive me there. I get some Ramune, some Pake, some Pake. Yeah, I never, was sick. never got on the Pake train. It's 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 it. It's not a proper snack. I'll try one if someone is having one and it's like yeah. a flavor I haven't had. I've yeah. never been in love with Pocky. No, I, I don't want to sit on the couch and just like kind of munch on Pocky while watching TV. Yeah. Like I would with like Doritos or like tortilla chips or something. I feel like that's like an American thing though, right? What? Eating like Doritos on the couch? Well, no, like the portion size and snack quality for Pocky. Yeah. Like shortbread with chocolate or like strawberry or some shit. Like yeah. that's like a fucking feast. Yeah, true, true, true. But like for us, they'd have to make them about like, they'd have to double <laughs> yeah. the diameter of it and just yeah. fucking freeze it. Four inches in circumference. <laughs> like a fucking giant hard churro. Yeah, you can put your dick in those actually and use them as prosthetics. Rudy, don't tell me it was a good time. Uh, but yeah, the Japanese snacks thing, I feel like that's in every, every millennial, a newer millennial has had kind of that same experience. What, like that At one point in their life, they were really into Japanese candy. A lot of girls that I knew growing up did that. Yeah. That was like a It was more of a girl thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, I don't know, maybe I just didn't associate with, with like weebs a lot, but like it was always like the most like milk toast girl that I knew was always like... Oh wow! I really fucking love eating pot. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck you. It's from a different place, and that's the only thing that you're getting from this. Do you like eating Doritos? Uh, yeah, partially. I feel like you're setting me up for something. No, it's just that you know I'll forget that I'm eating so much. I'll just keep eating out of the bag. Mm-hmm. You ever look at the calories? It's On like Doritos, two yeah. chips are like 140 calories. Yeah. Like it'll make you want to kill you. Got to bulk up after you get done with your Doritos feast, and you think, "Oh man, I just ingested 8,000 calories in Doritos." <laughs> Holy shit! You put them on a cookie sheet and then melt God. cheese over them, bro. Well, oh, That's some TikTok <laughs> shit. They, uh, yeah, I back in like my stony baloney days, mm-hmm. I would, God, I. It's a wonder I, I was never like 500 pounds. Yeah. it was just like crazy binge eating shit, like yeah. going to Wawa. Getting a hoagie, then going to McDonald's, getting food from there Fuck. too, like 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 mukbang shit. I fucking hate. That. Um, Are you? I don't miss it. Which uh, which house do you fall in with Doritos flavors? Red. No, you're nacho dumb. cheese. Nacho cheese is fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool nacho ranch, cheese bro. is for the lowbrow that I am a, a community that I am in. Okay. So of course, yeah, no, cool. Okay, Cool Ranch is the intellectuals Dorito, I'll, and I'm not going to deny. You know that. what? I'll go out of my way to lower myself to to this level. All Doritos are for the lowbrow. Yeah, no, it's true. But Cool Ranch is better. Cool Ranch is better. Easily. Uh, no, 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 no. Nacho cheese is better. You but said cool, it. Sorry. No, no. Cool Ranch, a particular smart person. It's got that. green on it, bro. That's how you know it's good. What's the intellectuals put it? Uh, chip. Uh, like salt and vinegar. Picnics. Like Lay's. Ooh. <laughs> Zappos are picnics a regional thing? I've never heard of picnics. There, uh, there's the the little they come in like a Pringles tube. 
uh, but they're potato sticks that are chips. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that shit, Rudy. <laughs> There's your intellectual. Fuck that chip. shit. Uh, but you, you know the best kind of chip, in my opinion, is is just a tortilla chip. Just a plain tortilla just chip. Tortilla chips. No, salty tortilla gross. chips. I'm gross for eating plain tortilla yeah, chips. Yeah, that's gross as shit. How? Because potato chips are the only chips that ought to be eaten by themselves. You're fucked in the head. No, like a like, you're talking like a like a like a Mexican style like corn tortilla chip, salted like restaurant style. Not like big triangles. They're usually little cups so you can scoop the yeah, like the Tostitos yeah, scoops. Yeah, yeah, Tostitos. No, fuck you. Without <laughs> anything. Without I mean, salsa. Those are so delicious. Without yeah, salsa, without cheese. Salsa's gross. You're, it's so fucking salty. Yeah. I like salt. We're getting a blood pressure cuff for the horse house. <laughs> hey, I think I might be sick, Rudy. Um, we're going really long mm-hmm. uh, right now. It's 108 minutes. Sorry, one hour and eight minutes. Um, I've been I've been doing it a lot lately with, lately with drinks. Mm-hmm. I chug all my drinks now. Why? I don't know. It just feels really good. Is it because you're thirsty or you, you're like in a hurry? I just crave drinks and when I get them, I chug them. I mean, it could be you're eating a lot of salt or it could be you're diabetic. So I hope it's the first one. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds, like if it sounds like if you're sucking down Tostitos scoops, <laughs> it might be a sodium <laughs> imbalance, bud. Well, also, you don't, you're not a big water guy, right? Fuck no. Yeah, you gotta drink water, man. It tastes like shit. No, I'm joking. Um, I... I, for someone who loves the taste of ice cold water as much as I do, because I really do, I, I love iced water. Mm-hmm. I don't drink a lot of it. You should. You should just keep it around you. Get like a either a reusable water bottle Ooh. or just get something that you have full of it next to you. I've always wanted to go on just like a water cleanse. Just drink only water, yeah. and of course eat, but just drink only water for really like good. a month. Yeah, yeah. You can like phase yourself out because I don't do well with like cold turkey shit. Yeah. Uh, but like I had like my first soda today in like a week. Yeah. Before that, it had been like a month or so. Uh-huh. Uh, water's good, man. No, water's great. Water's great, but listen, I love that Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, insulin resistance, a son of a bitch, ain't it? <laughs> listen, <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper helped me lose 50 pounds. That's great, but you know, everyone, and I hate those motherfuckers who say, well, you know, diet soda is just as bad for you. Listen, bitch, if I drank, if, if Diet Dr. Pepper was the same health-wise for me as normal Dr. Pepper, I would be so, I wouldn't be able to leave this fucking room. <laughs> I wouldn't, because back when I was really on my weight loss shit, I would drink probably close to a 12-pack a day of Diet Dr. Pepper. Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, Trump, Trump, Trump drank uh, a 12-pack of Diet Coke every day. Diet Coke makes sense. Diet Dr. Pepper's trash. you. What is it? No, <laughs> you, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that before in my entire life. What? That Diet Dr. Pepper's trash. I mean, Diet Coke beats the shit out of any diet beverage. No, 100%. that's the stupidest no. shit. No, food. Diet Coke sucks, no. Rudy. The only good, the only thing that's good about Diet Coke, not even Diet Coke, Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. That's the only good thing about Diet Coke is that it spawned Coke Zero. Diet Coke is better than Coke Zero. Coke Zero by a mile. Cherry Coke Zero is like the best, one of the best. Gross as shit. Even Diet Mountain Dew's delicious. No. No, Diet Coke's gross, Rudy. No. Yeah, it's, and most people are going to tell you that. It's far most enough. people will tell you that Diet Dr. Pepper is the best so diet I'll, beverage. So I'll plead my case. I, Whenever I'm drinking a diet beverage, all I can think of is how similar, but just far enough it is from the actual thing. 
Diet oh, Coke okay. is an entirely different breed, and it doesn't make me want Coke. That's an interesting point, Rudy, because Diet Coke does not taste like Coke at all. No. It's I a mean, like, you totally can, different you can appreciate how it's made by the same company Yeah, in the same way that, like, uh, like LaCroix, you could tell that, like, they, yeah. they made it yeah. in the same room as a fruit. What's, what's your opinion on Fresca? Take it or leave it. I think it's pretty, it, it almost doesn't even taste diet. It hmm. tastes almost like a normal soda. No, for me. Sorry. Dry mouth eating a McDouble while we're having this health discussion. You could have thrown in the air fryer if you wanted uh, to. Fuck that. Oh, my God. A whole ass sandwich? Have you done that? I've done, I do it all the time. You're a kook. Um, I'll put a whole Subway sub inside of an air fryer. I'm a San Pellegrino guy. Yeah, I had a sip off yours one time, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, you had one of like the carbonated juice ones, which is still way better than a soda. Which is what I like. Yeah, but I mean, even like the even the sparkling water with like a little bit of flavor, it's the best like um, that whole area of like fruit flavored sparkling drinks. Because like such a foodie. No, I just I I have to eat a lot of shit <laughs> to keep my my figure. What are your thoughts on sparkling grape juice? I love this stuff. I don't know the last time I've had it. I think I maybe had it whenever I was a You like keep a it in the freezer kid. for a little bit so it's really cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get us a bottle sometime. We're ready to Isn't sparkling something. grape juice just like Manischewitz? Or is Manischewitz booze? No, it's it's carbonated Welch's juice. Oh, I hate that. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. Mm-mm. That's what kids drink at communion. Is that true? No. No, they drink straight up wine. Pre-COVID, I, I remember being at a midnight mass and drinking from a cup that everyone in the church had drinking from. That's not true. Yeah. That's, that. that's Catholic Church, Rudy. Everyone takes a sip from the fucking cup. That's gross. Different cup. A Protestant church, though, the superior church of Christianity, um, you just get little plastic cups. Yeah. yeah Growing up Baptist, man. I got those shitty little, like, dollar yeah. store shot yeah, glasses. With Welch's grape juice. 100%. In it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then whenever I was an adult, uh, like, I think the one time that I have gone to a Protestant church for an actual service and did communion, uh, it was, like, fucking... <laughs> It was like dollar store. It was like a yeah. yellow tail yeah. cabernet or Hell some shit. Yes. Fuck that. That is not the blood of Christ. I have a story in the meantime. Yeah. Well, I had to go to the DMV earlier this week. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it's in a real nice part of town these days. Yeah. Have, yeah. When's the last time you've been? I, ever since it moved, I've only done it through mail. So, our... I renewed my license through the mail because I didn't want to go there. This actually isn't doxing us because all... uh, There's only one DMV that provides certain services in this county. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's in a very shitty mall that uh, has only three other businesses in it. A call center, (laughs) a seafood market, and a very admittedly cute little European grocery store, which yeah. I bought. Like a bodega? I bought Russian mineral water from. Oh, it's like literally European. Yeah, no, oh, it's cool. very cool. Um, Is it good water? Yeah. yeah. Uh, European and like, I believe this was either Russian or it was like Czech. Mm-hmm. Uh, their mineral water is way different. It's got like salt and shit in it. Oh, really? So it's like, it's salinic. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Almost a full bottle is sitting in my truck right now, if you the, want some. The Eastern European water has borscht in it. <laughs> borscht and cigarette butts. Also, it's just vodka. You had to pick an bad. angle and work with it. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> you tried to hit all the beats. It was bad. So I show up to the DMV yeah. at 9.30 a.m. <sighs> too early. Um, I'm sure it was packed already. Far too late, in fact. Yep. So the way this mall is laid out, this defunct Dead Rising-esque mall that the DMV is in, yeah, um, all of the stores are toward the single entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing past. There was a weird, like, little, um, 
like rotunda esque thing with like some like nice portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was already like getting into like liminal space shit. That's where I was because the line extended from the front door to all the way back there. Really? So it was about 200 people deep. Um, I stood in line uh, in front of. Were you trying to do renew something? Or? Uh, my license expired okay, yeah. on my birthday. You didn't do it, you didn't do it over the mail? Uh, well, so I'm taking that trip. And uh, there's a, I'm gonna have to drive a rental car, and yeah. God forbid something happens, I have an expired license driving yeah. a rental car, um, which is solved now, thankfully. Spoiler: uh, I was in front of a German mother and daughter. Uh, the daughter was taking her fifth driving exam. Oh my god! Uh, because of a language barrier, she just like could not she like, do the kilometers shit. and miles. She goes too True. fast. <laughs> yeah, she was going. <laughs> she thought she was safe going 120 <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> Um, they were very kind. I won't rag on them too much. The man in front of me, though, was from, uh, the great state, I don't know, of Ontario. What, what are you, the fucking UN in, D- in New York or something? Fucking apparently. What the fuck? Um, he was there with his, with his wife and child. What a rich tapestry of cultures. His wife and child were not sitting in line with him. Mm-hmm. They were off to the side in foldable chairs that they had. <laughs> awesome. Which complemented his foldable chair, which had a maple leaf and said Ontario on it. So, so you knew he was from Ontario? Though? Well, so I knew it for a different reason, because uh, a very nice... He got this w- bottle of syrup out and started drinking it. <laughs> yeah, he started uh, He started sexually assaulting people and smoking weed. Uh, it, was, it was actually You're really traumatic. You, Kevin. Yeah, you need to rein in your people, Kevin. Um, so um, a, a very nice African-American woman comes out, mm. and she bellows to the whole line some ground rules for what's going on. She's like, hey... Uh, if you have the gold star, you're good to go on in. Uh, I'm going to come down the line and ask all of you what you want, because I think they're trying to weed out people. Yeah. Um, she makes her way down the line. She makes an offhand comment earlier about, like, if you have marriage certificates and you're trying to confirm your identity, I if you've been married three, four, five times, I need three, four, five marriage certificates. Damn, is that true? Yeah. Wow. And I laugh with the Germans behind me. We're having a good we're having a good giggle. You're laughing in German. I notice Ontario man gets very stressed. Ooh, really? Um, he talks to his wife and child. He's still sitting in the seat. Um, he's right in front of me, so the woman gets to him, and um, and says he explains the whole situation. I'm like glazed over this point because yeah. now it's ten thirty, uh-huh. uh, and I haven't moved at all in line. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, oh, I'll bring headphones and I'll just, like, listen to a nice podcast, yeah. perhaps The Horse House. Yes. Um, but then I slipped into a coma. <laughs> so uh, she gets to him. He's getting more and more jittery, like he's got fucking drugs on him and the dog's coming down the line. Um, and he explains the situation. She informs him that he will not be able to get what he wants today. Hmm. Um, he insists that he will go to another DMV in the in the county. Okay. Um, as if there's some sort of it's like different service and like yeah. the franchisee is running <laughs> yeah, the other place exactly. different um his wife and child are still sitting off in the corner whenever he gets up in his chair the line has moved on now by the way as he's talking to this woman while he's sitting and she's standing yeah um and there's like about a 40 foot gap between <laughs> this man and the rest of the line that's progressing <laughs> so i go hey uh not to interject, uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna go on ahead. I look back; the argument has escalated. Oh no! Uh, he has picked up his chair. He is asserting that things are not like this in Canada, <laughs> <laughs> and that 
people are not treated like cattle. Oh my god! I don't get the cattle thing. Maybe by virtue of the fact that he was in a line. Yeah, that and, and cattle are famously put in long lines. Yeah, <laughs> he's very upset now, though. <laughs> the woman, uh, in like typical, like very, like I probably wouldn't handle it any different. Yeah. But like stereotypical, no nonsense black woman on yeah. a mission. Uh, she starts to address the following people in line. He's still talking to her. Yeah. Um. She finally says, look, you we're done. Yeah. You're going to go now. Uh-huh. Um, he gestures as if he's about to swing the chair at her while oh she's not God. looking. What the fuck? And then he stops himself. <gasps> he grabs his wife and child. He and I had had a brief back and forth in the line beforehand. Yeah. Um, and I was I was just like, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, Canada's got a bigger budget for state stuff you uh, said that to him well yeah he was like things aren't like this <laughs> yeah where i am and i was like yeah. well you guys get more more yeah. money for this stuff <laughs> yeah we're sort of underfunded here uh i was just trying to be really impartial <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so he locks onto me as he's walking past oh, and he's like he's like this shit's ridiculous man did you see the way that she's fucking acting? <laughs> and I'm sitting back. I'm sitting there i'm looking at her she's looked back at me now <laughs> and i was like okay I'm not with this guy, but I don't want to get involved in this. But also, I have to look like yes. like I'm not on his side because she's gonna fuck me to death whenever I get in there four hours from now. What did you do? So he says, he says, did you see what was going on? I was like, yeah, man, that's that's crazy. <laughs> and I kind of just awesome. I, I stare into the European market and I see the I see the jars of sauerkraut and I just want to go home. I'm, I have the strokes playing in one of my earbuds, oh my and I'm just God. trying to zone out. He storms out. His wife and child are about 50 feet behind him the entire way, because he just wants to get the fuck out. And then we all have a good laugh about it. Oh my God. Well, the whole room uh, got a lot less tense, and he started giggling about well, it. And yeah. that's on top of the fact that, I don't know about you, I feel like a weird camaraderie with people at the DMV. Because it's like you're all in the same boat. Yeah, you all hate being there. You're all having a hardship yep. visited upon you. No, that that's true. Yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. enjoyable to yep. me in that respect. Mm-hmm. So I stand in line for the next for the next four hours. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. You spent your whole day at that fucking DMV. So that's before that was the line to get into the lobby. Oh my god! I go into the lobby finally because there's a woman that comes out. She's very sweet. She's a short blonde woman, maybe in her late fifties. Her system is that she pulls in the amount of people that have just left. Okay. So she grabs eight people and she grabs yeah. two people, et cetera, et cetera. But her system is to hand the person at the front of the line a folded piece of paper that has in Sharpie written on it first. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's their system. Oh, my. So God. if you ever wanted to game the system, you go to the front yeah. of the line, you get a Sharpie marker yes. and an eight by 11 yes. piece of paper and you're in. So they write those up every single day. There's no like computer. They just print. Either no, because there's of. no like t- physical ticket system. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah. It's only once you get in there and then yeah. they go fucking F 809. Yeah. You're yeah. ready. Um, so I get in, I sit down in a very cramped room. I see some of the same familiar faces. I see this nice young German woman going to get her driving test. Uh, I see, um, a very nice bond form over the process of these five hours with a somewhat portly woman in her mid forties who is white and (laughs) this like late teens 
black like wearing wearing like acid wash jeans yeah, yeah. and like a dirty polo but they're just like they're just giggling and having a laugh Truly is a microcosm of the american experience yeah. i'm meanwhile uh i'm <laughs> i'm just fucking trying to zone out i'm watching pictures or watch i'm watching pictures at this point uh i'm watching fucking videos on like uh prehistory peoples yeah. trying to get away yeah. Um, I, start, Prager, you and I started reading Ride the Tiger in the DMV. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I have that. You want to borrow it? Uh, I have it on my phone. I actually okay. was reading it. Yeah. Cut that. Um, <laughs> so I finally get to the line. I talk to a woman. I'm very good with customer service people. Yeah. Um, I talk to her and I'm like, hey, you know, I made it so I can't be too bad. Am I right? And she's like, yeah, it's kind of hell here. Uh, they have us work. She just starts saying this, and in, oh my god, in not like a not like a cringe way. Yeah. Like we've we've set up a requisite bond. Yeah, but she just goes in pretty quickly into. I have worked seven to six for the past eight days. They want us to work on Saturday. Oh my god, <laughs> we have. There are 16 stations in this DMV. Three of them are manned, including the one station that handles all of the cashiering jeez um, what's going on i jokingly say do you want me to run it up the chain for you and she says yes please oh my with God. the deadest dog eye look in her face <laughs> this is horrifying <laughs> but we have like a general you notice shackles on her ankles yeah we have like a decent time apart from that bunch of hay around her feet uh, in a stable <laughs> <laughs> there's horse shit for some reason <laughs> behind the behind the window <laughs> I ask if they had a horse. They say no. <laughs> There's a cat walking around. <laughs> I talked to her. She's fun. Uh, other than being a very tragic hero. Uh, and then I talked to the cashier at the end. Um, and she's just a total cunt. Yeah. Uh, so Most DMV people are. One for two. I refuse to assert that. This is partially all to say... You don't have an issue with DMV employees. You have an issue with the experience leading up to talking to them. Yeah, you're right, because I'm looking back now at all the times. More times than not, I've had pretty goofy, fun yeah. DMV people. I've never had a bad DMV yeah. experience, Same other than the, the fucking idiots yeah. that are with me. Same thing at the tag office. I usually have a pretty good conversation True. with people there. They're pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, I mean, like, you go the whole day. Uh, this is this is real Steven-adjacent, like, uh, uh frontline workers cope yeah but like you deal with like just gross human beings on yeah. a daily basis uh -huh. you are constantly bombarded with like either automatons or feral animals yeah yeah so like talking to a human that hasn't been like deconditioned mm -hmm. uh to just speaking to another person like a human yeah that's got to be great yeah no yeah you're right fuck everyone that goes to the dmv with the exception <laughs> of the five people i mentioned do, do you want to get a job at the dmv now i totally would what do they start you with guess they're what they're like not hiring right? Why not? I checked for giggles. This what the fuck's going on then? <laughs> yeah, they had sixteen stations, but only three people occupying. Our three economy of them. is collapsing. Jeez, and you know it only this only started after January. True. Yeah, when Trump was in office, they'd suck your dick if you went in there in line. Yeah, you're given one million dollars <laughs> at the end of your journey at the DMV. Now you don't. Now guess what? They make you buy plywood for a thousand dollars when you leave. Yeah, we went from we went from pleasure houses to the vomitorium in <laughs> six months. Right. That's right. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's the horse house voicemails phone number. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Welcome to the horse house phone number. Three two one three two three nine five. What if I was having an OCD fit right then? And you thought it was a bit, but I just started saying it over and over again until I got it perfect. 
Here's Chris. Hey, boys. Um, Hi, Chris. Hey, bud. I'm going to die alone. Aww. Have a good show. Chris is jet setting right now. He was he was at uh, the Woodstock grounds yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how he got out of the city. He was Tony's. He was at Tony Soprano's house today, um, in in New Jersey. I'm guessing it's New Jersey. Is this true? Yeah. Okay. Chris. I thought you were doing a bit. No, 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 Chris. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why. Um, I don't know how he could afford to leave the city. Um, I don't know, maybe he collected enough cigarette butts and sold it to the guy who resells cigarette butts. He's doing parlor tricks as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a bit of a callback. Uh, we love you, it's Chris. It's still fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, and, and you're not going to die alone. You're going to find a nice, nasty girl um, who's just absolutely insufferable in every way. And you're going to... F- you're gonna love her until the day you die, and she's gonna love you back, and you're gonna die in each other's arms. Yeah, but All also right? dying alone's okay. If you as I walk too. away with a bloody knife. <laughs> Here's Chris. Hey boys, um, I'm on my way to Bethel, New York. Yeah, we're at Woodstock. Uh, I was told to check it out, so I'm going to check it out. I don't know where I'm staying tonight, but um, I did realize uh, that the one thing you can't, uh, the one thing you can't outrun is loneliness. Mm. Going to die alone. Okay. <sighs> Fucking kill me. Have a good show. The worst thing is when you're depressed during a fun trip. Yeah. That happens to me. Uh, like the past three vacations I've been on, I've been depressed every single time for different reasons. Yeah. Never fun. Be stronger. Rudy, you're right. Marathon. Just man up, bro. You're pull myself on my bootstraps, Chrissy. You're lonely. Find some friends. I don't know. Yeah, prostitution is illegal Prostitu- in New York. I <laughs> yeah. think so. Uh, go somewhere. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris, you have many friends who love you, and you always you have my phone number, and you can call me anytime you want, big guy. We love you a lot, and uh, I'm not gonna say you're not lonely because um, you might actually be lonely. Um, yeah. I don't know. Good don't over it. Keep. Yeah. Still love you though, bud. Yeah, love you very much, Chris. Here's Chris again. Hey boys, um, life is a Never-ending chase to nothing. Okay. All right. Have a good show. That was Chris. Um, the first two were four, three minutes apart. The most recent one was um, over 24 hours apart from the other one. So oh. thank you, Chris. I hope you're having fun at Tony Soprano's house. Do you think he remembers Find the, the bit each time, or do you think he is actually just sad each time? I don't know. Because hmm. I've never been sad for more than 24 hours. <laughs> I uh um I've never been mad for more than twenty four hours. Is that true? I get over I get over things really fast. I've been I've been mad longer than I've been sad. I've never been mad for more than a day. No, that's dumb. I'm serious. You got to channel that. If you're sad, you just get angry. It's a more productive emotion. I have to anyone who's ever fucked me over at treating you poorly in life. I have no ill will towards them whatsoever. And and that's both a blessing and a curse. Wait, but what about boop? No, that was just going to be a funny joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> You're crazy, you dog. All right. Thanks so much for the email, Chris. Um, here is Cumbrain himself. I guess they woke him up from his coma. Hey, guys. This is Steven. I'm not really sure what's going on on the podcast, but uh, uh, I'm, I am I can't tell you where I am right now. It does rhyme with Blaria Blippy one down deep doing some oh. research and i just want I you to it. know when i come back to the show if i make it out of here alive uh it, 
it's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna make building seven look like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, okay? I got uh I gotta go. Yeah, hello? Oh oh that's for guys. Why did, you play you, his, why did you play his voicemail two more times? <laughs> I miss Steven. Yeah. If I think it's it not would, the same without him. It would be a good courtesy of you to cut out the last part of his voicemail where mm-hmm. one of his guests <laughs> sound like they were getting out. <laughs> Rudy, you're on one today. To anyone who ever wanted to know what it's like to be a fly on the wall of when Tristan Horsch forces himself into Rudy's apartment and stays till 4 a.m. This is, this is, this is it. This is the audio from any, yeah. any one of those times. Well, this is the shit we talk about. It's me being equally not as funny and Tristan's tolerance level just getting lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. That was the horse house voicemails. 321-323-9521. That's Coco Beach. <laughs> F-L-A. Three two one three two three nine fifty one. It's the horse house voicemails. Leave us voicemails, please, please. Thank you to Chris and Steven for leaving voicemails. Yeah, thank you very Where much. Where the fuck to are them? the rest of you? Yeah, I know it's strange, right? All right, next segment. I don't have a viral article of the week. Fuck! Did I have one? Maybe the moans of those Puerto Ricans dying of fentanyl overdose in that prison you showed me <laughs> and then just that black man going bam bam <laughs> was that in the video yeah he just keeps going bam <laughs> bam well it's we had one last time technically we had one last time they don't get one this week <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck we have viral article of the week at home yeah it, it, it's interesting um all week i haven't seen one like clip anywhere that's that made me think oh let's use that you know yeah all my funny jokes that i have in video form or visual tristan i don't have yeah, any good audio well, well most of your comedy is prop comedy true like a carrot head kind of deal here this is it where'd that lighter go miss will you please let me private message you please ma'am <laughs> i like that video a lot because that bathroom was definitely decorated by a woman. 100%. So like it's either his girlfriend, his fiance, or his wife, or his mom. I originally thought hotel. No, that, that, that's a furnished home by a woman. <laughs> by a woman. I, I know a woman. You know, what you're saying with like homes being decorated with like fake antiques and stuff? Can you elaborate? Like Bell's outlet decor, like where it looks kind of worn out and old and faded. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, like shelving and this and that. Might just be like a like an existing trend. I haven't bad. experienced it firsthand. But I mean, like, bad. it makes it seem like not all your shit was Wood just like. Wood crate art. Like a Bible verse on the wall. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just been the shit for a while. That's like been true for like the past 10 years. Yeah. It's cringe and gay. I hate it. Yes, sir. You. <laughs> You got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. 
I got friends, and that's a fact. Like, like Agnes, Agatha, Agatha, Agatha Jermaine, and Jack. Yeah, you messed up the first name. No, fuck you. No, you ever had a? You, I didn't. You ever had a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Fuck. Let me tell you a story about of my situation. I, I was, was talking, talking to, to this girl, girl from the, the U.S. US nation. nation. I hate that line. Talking to this girl <laughs> from the U.S. nation. <laughs> His flow was great because he just sounded so fat while rapping. Yeah. He'd breathe heavy. For me, it wasn't even the breathing. It's like there's a voice quality that makes it seem like yeah. he's got a bunch of marshmallows in his cheeks. No, he has like a fat mouth voice. Yeah. 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 That's why like whenever you sing it, you have to like... You you got what I need. You got, you got to put sort of twang on it. <laughs> it's true. You got to let your cheeks relax. Yeah, I was like obsessed with... He was like my favorite hip-hop artist. Like my, like, like my first... The first hip-hop artist where I actually paid attention to them. I feel like he was probably the first dude to like appeal to like a very white audience that yeah. wasn't trying to. Yeah, because he wasn't like gangster. No. He wasn't nasty. But it also of. wasn't like Will Smith clean shit. Exactly. He, he did mostly like like kind of like funny. It was, it was, mm-hmm. He was almost basically... I'm not going to... I don't want to... Yeah, don't denigrate him by saying he was a musical comedian. He's like a novelty rapper. Yeah, okay. You know like, what I mean? Yeah, He's I like that. a well, beatboxing is novelty in, in itself. True. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're 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 doing a machine thing with your mouth. That's like a novelty. You're thing. doing a machine thing. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, you, no, that's you're fair. mimicking the sounds that a machine makes. Yeah. you know, with like samples and shit. He was in uh, Men in Black too. Yeah, he's he, he beatboxing works, alien. He he works at the post office. I totally forgot that that was even him. Yep, second only to the very cool um, Pantera listening smoking he, alien. Yes, yeah, the Mad Black movies were cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you know? Actually, it's a fun fact. Did you know that whenever Tommy Lee Jones he talks about Elvis in that movie, uh, he says that he's going home. But it's you know because it's an alien movie, yeah. a lot of people think that he's saying Elvis is an alien. Mm-hmm. But Tommy Lee Jones, being a good Southern gentleman, is just calling him an angel. Yeah kind of sweet is that the actual meaning i always took it as elvis was an alien we got into an argument about this like two Did months we? ago you Did and steven we? ganged up on me <gasps> oh really two against that's 100 percent it that he's he, an angel he's a sweet southern gentleman k and tommy lee jones i always took it as he was an alien no i think it's because he's he an angel <laughs> that's such a stupid take It's because elvis is an angel bro <laughs> my mom read uh his wife's um book about them together Tommy Lee Jones or Elvis? Elvis. Okay. And uh, Elvis was not a good guy. She said, "Oh, I can fucking he, imagine." He groomed his. He was. She was fourteen when he like started dating. Oh, did he, he was, do like, like his a late twenties? Um, did he do a Jerry fuck, Lewis? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. His brother. Uh, his his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just kind of like groomed her. It was kind of like a shitty guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you surprised? Um. Not terribly. Uh, being the biggest celebrity in the world, you're probably not a nice person. Just, you're touched so much. Well, and also, uh, died due to opiate addiction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, dude had a had a fall. I'm sure he, like, G.I. around his ankles. I bet G.I. Blues era, I bet that was a stand-up Elvis. Yeah, true. He was probably a nice guy. Yeah. I yeah. bet it didn't go far past there. Yeah. Yeah, when I, when I went to Graceland, they're having a hard time right now due to, like, just lack of Elvis interest with millennials and stuff. Shocking. Yeah. Well, Elvis is boring. It, I'll always say that. Elvis is boring. I okay. and uninspired. I've got maybe a maybe a really hot take. Yeah, I've said this before about the Beatles that even if you don't like the Beatles or you think that they're overrated, you have to acknowledge their place. Oh, in, yeah. the, in the zeitgeist yeah. of music, mm-hmm. I bet that Elvis is the most guilty artist of that of people not really giving a fuck about any of his discography. Yeah, but really, just because he's Elvis, it's true though. It's almost like just like 
It's just the Elvis aesthetic is what they yeah. they, they crave. Well, I mean, it's emblematic of that era, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not Steve, and I can't get into the sociopolitical yeah. ramifications the, of Elvis's popularity. Uh, angle. Yeah, Elvis yeah. Elvis is actually petty bourgeois. Yeah. Well, he refused to eat pussy because, quote-unquote, only black boys eat pussy. Is that true? Yeah. Which is funny. Did you he... find that out of Graceland? Yeah. yeah it, it's... <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a famous quote by him. And also, which is ironic because that's a stereotype that black guys don't eat pussy. Yeah. Which is maybe back in the day it was a different... Well, you know, the Republicans and the Democrats kind of swapped too back in those days <laughs> as well. The party swap is the what party caused swaps. <laughs> men's opinion on cunnilingus to so change. The black men went from loving the pussy to well, kind of just... So, I mean, now I've always interpreted it as a thing as like... Uh, generally uh like lower ses status black dudes are concerned about like machismo Mm -hmm. and right if you're if you're giving a woman head Mm -hmm. you're like subjugating yourself yeah but i wonder what the spin was back then you can give women head i'm sorry you can give women head that's a oh yeah like the term i thought you were asking me specifically i was like i think wait you can put your mouth on it i think so uh no because i i always and i always have to catch myself because i know it's an incorrect way of thinking I always thought it was called head because of your penis head, but really it's because there's a head down there that you're putting your penis in. That's into. what I always thought originally, yeah. too. It's like getting but... dome. Yeah. Well, yeah. D- yeah, no, dome still counts as head. Yeah. Hey, that yeah. checks out. We're, we're breaking new ground. We're breaking new grounds. <laughs> if I had a vagina, I would be, oh, I would dude, be wrist dude, deep in it dude, constantly. I, my wallet would be in there. My fucking car keys. Yeah, I would I would get so many infections. I'd figure out a way to optimize it. Yeah. I'd get like one of those, what are the, the like the anti-rape condoms? Not with yeah. the spikes, but just with like the, the yeah. like a diaphragm. Mm-hmm. So everything is protected. My phone would be in there. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd get, a, the I'd get a text. Yeah. I'd be. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> vibrate thank you boys <laughs> i'd set an alarm for every five minutes sometimes i'll stop in on some of those like live streams of girls with the bluetooth vibrator inside of them yeah. or when they get tipped i'll watch those sometimes not really for sexual pleasure because seeing that big pink antenna come out of their pussy really kind of throws me out of it are campsites really a thing anymore are they oh, still yeah. pulling oh, in still money a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know if they're pulling in money people are tipping hmm. um and so, so sometimes I go in there just to see what's going on, and they look so fucking stupid with these antennas coming out of their gashes, <laughs> making these dumb, dumb fucking faces, rolling their eyes in the back of their head and shaking. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I wish this was a video podcast just for that. <laughs> Holy shit. That's my O-face. Yeah, I never thought I would see Tristan do a woman's O-face. Because that wasn't... You weren't... You didn't have the vinegar yeah, strokes look. That was a, Those were rolling orgasms. Yeah, that was a woman you saw. Uh, That's a woman. It'd be cool if if men could orgasm as women can, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, on Mansers, it said that a man can get an erection two hours after coming. I've been able to go right after I come. Did an eighty-five-year-old man write no, that reply? No, right? Yeah. Um, strange. Uh, but I've always like so sometimes, like many times, I have jerked off in one sitting. Give where me like I a... just jerk off twice in one sitting. Yeah. Give me like a, a granola bar and a Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm... <laughs> I'm ready in the next two no, minutes. But the nut isn't as ripe as the first go. Speak for yourself. It kind of dribbles out. I've, Rudy, you know I'm a sharpshooter when I come. In my, you know I shoot loads. In my peak, uh, whenever I was like just really just I, it was like I just found out that jerking off was a thing. Yeah. Uh, just going at it like six to eight times a day. Yeah. There was never any variation. Really. The well yeah. never ran dry. Well, my well has never run dry, but it's not the load isn't as good as the first one. 
Mm. That's like scientific fact. I don't Your know if that's true. only produce so much coon. I don't think you only have one in you, though, a day. My dad always said, God only gives you a gallon. Choose wisely. <laughs> Imagine that's true. You just have a gallon that comes sloshing around there forever. Well, that's what Steven's we'll experiencing it right now. <laughs> it all went to his brain. Well, <laughs> come for brains. Uh, Steven come for brains feels like a uniquely mean insult. Oh, yeah. Come for brains. It feels like a gay guy. It, it feels worth, worth, worth than anything else. <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of white people and black people, Bismarck, he died of a diabetes overdose, and he's only 57, and it's really sad. It is. Bismarck, he was like the first hip-hop artist that I actually paid attention to and enjoyed. I hate to be the guy who makes deaths about themselves, their experience with the artist, mm-hmm. but listen, the Biz Never Sleeps or whatever that, his second album, uh, when he was when he was marketed as the, the diabolical Bismarck, he mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe it was his second album, The Biz Never Sleeps or something. And then uh, he moved was... on later to The Spectacular Bismarck Key and The Amazing Bismarck Key. Is that true? No. That's oh. a Spider-Man joke. <laughs> oh, 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 God, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, Rudy. Uh, but yeah, I had it on my iPod Nano. I listened to that. I wore Hell that yeah. iPod out. Um, love that album. Uh, yeah, Bismarck Key, he was a great talent. Yeah. A real sloppy, fun guy. Uh, just real nasty looking. Yeah, he, his mouth was always just so garish. I assume that he's only eaten buckets of chicken. Oh life. yeah, this Damn, how, Rudy. What the? Fuck? Well, no, just like not because he's big, but just because <laughs> like he's black. No, because no, fuck you. I didn't. That's, he's been I eating didn't big say, buckets. I of didn't chicken. say fried chicken. Okay, true. He could be having like a. He could be having chicken. some sort of. He could be having chicken ceviche. <laughs> He was always eating those big buckets of chicken no, not, of not, chicken tetrazzini. Not by virtue of his race or his or his yeah. size, but yeah. just because uh, the man seemed constantly unkempt. It's true. <laughs> it's he, almost like he was blind because of himself. <laughs> this was, is this is how we respect the dead. Here we talk about <laughs> we talk about their lives. Yeah, but that was always one of my favorite parts about him. Like he just like his. You could just even the way he like. He spat his rhyme. Yeah, it was just so unkempt sounding. Well, which so... made it more authentic. In exactly. A way. Like, like unironically, I think yeah. that really helped the brand. And he has for, he he will forever have a very special place in hip hop, especially early hip hop. I will admit, I thought he was already dead. Uh, well, um, rumors surfaced about a month ago that he had died. Oh, really? But he was in hospice care. Imagine oh, being fifty-seven and being in hospice, hospice care. Yeah. That's Fuck. sad. So my heart goes out to Biz. My heart goes out to the Biz family. Call from. It's your boy, Steven. Is it collect call? To accept, press one. To send a voice. Is he calling from a payphone? Steven? Hello? Are you calling from prison? Yeah. It, it asked us if we wanted to accept the call. We had to like, press buttons and stuff. Are you in jail? I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> where are you actually? In In life? geographically where are you he's outside geographically all right never mind hey we are we are memorializing bismarck key and we wanted you to say some words okay uh this is not a bit bismarck key is one of the most underrated rappers not only of his generation but of the history of hip-hop as a genre and uh, honestly as like a, a, a communal american experience um I mean, uh, there's been a lot of pretty good memorials that have been given about him, but for everything to be said, um, just an incredibly talented man and, and as kind as he was talented. Um, 
he came into hip hop at a time period where where it was still very much like a like a like a grimy working class sort of black genre, um, uh, beatboxing, rapping. Um, I mean, back back when it was still like you know break like you had to have break dancers at the show. You know what I mean? And, and he was so unapologetically himself from the beginning. Of course, of course, people just know him from Just a Friend, right? Uh, one of the most iconic rap songs of the late 80s uh, that honestly became so famous because uh, all of the people he invited to sing the chorus at the, sh- the session just didn't show up. They stood him up. So Is that true? Really? Uh, yeah, that's true. Huh. And, 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 and the rest was history. But make the music with your mouth, Biz. You oh, yeah. An incredibly famous beatboxer. And, and, and even beyond... Uh, I saw so many people, so many young people, uh, uh, mentioning like his time on Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, of course, he teaches the, the kids how to beatbox. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Business beat of the day, and for so many people, so many young people that are like younger than than us or the majority of our oh, yeah. listeners, their first experience with loving music was through Biz Marquee, and I think that's such a beautiful thing, and is a beautiful testament to the kindness of that man. So I, I mean, like I would, I would encourage all of our listeners if you just know him from just a friend, check check the rest of his music out because he's not a meme. He was he was an incredibly talented rapper, and beyond that, he's oh, yeah. a really good person. Yeah, uh, I, I read a story. I read a story a couple days ago about uh, his time as a DJ because he spent a lot of time DJing mm-hmm. uh, in 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 the early aughts in a club in New York City. A fight was about to break out, and the tweet said that Biz started playing, quote, sad cowboy music and uh, came on the mic and said he would not play anything else for the rest of the night unless everyone calmed down. Really? Uh, That's just, sick. Just, you know, what a funny story. Yeah, just, just like, a, what'd you say? What, I said, what, what a funny story. Yeah, I mean, just like a, a jovial yeah, kind man. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, to quote our good friends, the Bone Thugs in Harmony, we'll see him at the crossroads. That's right. So he won't be lonely, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am uh, about to go through a tunnel, okay. so if there's any other questions you guys have for me. That was all I needed. Uh, I see a giant sign in the distance. Um, it's a it's a very tall man who looks like he used to be fat, but now is kind of skinny. And then another skinny small man, and he looks like he doesn't talk that much. You're having a heat stroke. Yeah, you're having um, a heat stroke, Steven. It's that sunburn. I'll like come in your head. Oh, oh. Let me, let me ask this guy, because he's got... Sir, do you believe Penn and Teller were the original Jay and Silent Bob? <laughs> on the mic at this time, in the place to be, I'm the inhuman orchestra called Bismarcky. They made the dance and make the music with my mouth and all, but I'm here to talk about the Irish Square Mall. A place where people shop in downtown Brooklyn, where I could be found. If you're looking for me, let me obviously just come check me out. Cause 24-7, I'm like in the house. And when I come in the mall, and then I start the wrong, you wouldn't think it's a store. You would think it's my home, but it's when I come in a place and then I hang up a sign. Read home to me home, this house is mine. To many malls from state to state, but I've never been in say one this great. I hate to say about the other shopper centers this life, but the Alby Square Mall is the doo-doo-doo. I be in there every day, walking around chilling from when they open all the way until when it's about time for the place to close. I'm just running things like a pair of pantyhose. They all know me, the Bismarck. I get more respect than the average employee. I work in any store in the mall. 
forever and it will be just like a bum that you see sleeping on apartments and how it will be when you see this market my favorite mall for having fun see to me this mall is like number one and any other shop instead to try to compare there ain't no way they can hang out with our square For a while, buy some jewelry for Trini and Ali, and after that, I'll go take a stroll inside a Gibbs upstairs, buy some fresh silk valleys to it. Next stop, Olympic wanted to buy some sneakers, then hit the game room to pick me up a Caesar. Stroll around with a floppy male, while security's riffing about leaning on the rail. After that, I'll go eat some food and Wendy's in the Albi cafeteria, cookie shop, and blend in store to store. Just stuff on my face, and I do the one, two, one, say, of my grace. Come on down and go shopping.